and welcome to Nebcast movie commentary style. What are we gonna call this, there, Brad? I don't know. I haven't really thought of a name. <laughs> Guess I should have, huh? Yeah, it's all right. We'll think of something. We're pretty clever at thinking on our feet. But uh, why don't we? Why don't you tell everybody what we're doing? Uh, yeah. Well, in order to produce you know new and different content for um the Nebcast, we've decided to try uh, doing like a movie commentary thing since we love movies and. You know, we like to talk about them. We really do. Why not talk about them while we're watching the movie? Absolutely. And what movie are we currently seeing the opening IMAX scenes from, Brad? We have chosen as our first movie to comment on uh, a great one called The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight? I've never heard of it. What's this about? <laughs> well, it uh, came out a year ago. Uh-huh. Um, it's a, it's about a man who uh, wants to protect the city, uh-huh. and he does it by dressing up as a bat. Oh, huh. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Um, I think it's like um, that person. I don't know. Hmm. So, right. No, we're just kidding. Of course, it's the biggest, <laughs> second yeah. biggest movie of all, all time. time. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest things of this is, you know, Brad, you're you're a bigger Batman fan than me, and you follow the franchise a lot more than I do. But did you get a sense even before um, Heath Ledger unfortunately died before this came out that this movie is going to be really huge? I didn't think it'd be really huge. I thought it'd be comparable to Batman Begins business wise. Uh-huh. So the fact that it uh, you know, captured people's imaginations far more than that did is uh, quite impressive. Well, you know, I, I did have a feeling that this movie was going to do really, really well and would be really well received because Batman Begins, I think, opened at $43 million or something, if I remember correctly, and it ended up grossing over $200 million. And that's huge for you know a superhero movie to have that big of legs because I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but Spider-Man 3 grossed $151 million. It's first weekend out, and it only grossed over, over uh, I think, $340 million. So for a movie to sustain that long is impressive. Um, but we'll, we'll get into the movie right now. This I love this opening scene because it really, really gets you into the movie hardcore. Yeah. The whole... It's, it's great because they incorporated the use of IMAX cameras in this film. And so, uh, yeah, the, the, opening, the opening five minutes is all larger-than-life, incredibly detailed uh, IMAX shots. And what I like, too, about watching this on Blu-ray right now is it looked great in the theater, but, you know, you see the little details in the Blu-ray. Like, right now, we're looking at the safe, and you can see little stains on it and stuff. And Yeah. <clears throat> and the Blu-ray, of course, adds the aspect of the, the IMAX into it, so it's a little... takes up more of the screen. So, for the longest time, I didn't understand why the drill, uh, the drill explodes on this guy. Um, and it turns out, uh, I, I read the screenplay, the uh, safe is, uh, like, electrically charged. So if you try to break into it, it electrocutes you. So that's what shocks him off. But he, he actually, he's, he's, he's okay, he doesn't Brad, die. who is this actor? The, the, guy, the bank manager, like, he's in lots of things, and I don't, re- I don't remember his name. He's usually in a lot of Michael Bay movies, but yeah, yeah he's yeah, William he's, uh, he's in um, Armageddon, right? I guess I don't watch Michael Bay movies a whole lot, <laughs> but uh, when I did, I remember seeing him in them. You're right. You're right. He was on Prison Break. I've never seen Prison Break. I don't. Yeah, I saw a few episodes. Should we be talking about Fox stuff when we're doing a Warner Brothers commentary? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, we're not getting paid, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, and also we could put a disclaimer: um, the views expressed in this commentary <laughs> are those of the individuals providing them and don't necessarily absolutely Warner Brothers. I, you know, this movie is so good. I I think it was a shame, and I know you don't believe in the Academy Awards, but this was not nominated for Best Picture of the Year. And it really shouldn't the Academy Awards also reward not only its technical aspects, too. I mean, cinematography. 
Oh um, gosh, I mean they pretty much like using the IMAX cameras. That's a technical technical leap that no one else did, and no one else did last year in cinema. So I guess Transformers this year has IMAX shots. Yes, I don't know. I won't see it. I don't, <laughs> whatever. But I like how um, the way it's written. Each of these bank robbers that's not the Joker. Uh, the the uh, dialogue they have where like each one of them commentates that oh that's a lot of money like uh, is like a sign of their character shallowness and everything and I don't know and you know I don't know it's if like you... a subtle touch that just makes them simple characters that you get like interested in very quick I don't know I don't know if you noticed this before but you noticed the Joker is the only mask that's frowning no everybody I didn't. else has a smiling mask I, is that I didn't ironic know that. Good, good call. You know, just little things. I, I, I don't even remember how many times I've seen this movie. I know I saw it four times in the theater. Yeah, I think I saw it ten. I've watched it countless times on Blu-ray. I just really... It's just a really... Even if you don't have the Batman... Oh, wait. We need a big reveal here. Great line coming up. Sorry, you know, it's just one of those moments that's... I don't Holy know. shit, he's the Joker. Yeah, you know, and it's just... He's not just one of those bank robbers. It's so cool, and everything Ledger does in this movie is so fascinating. The way he moves, the way he talks. One of the things, uh, I'll get to it more when he starts talking to other people, but he just has a, inflections in his voice signifying what he wants. When he's upset, his voice gets really high. When he wants something, he's really low and tells you exactly what he wants great performance and for uh for being known as like the murderous type of joker he uh didn't really kill that guy no he just played a joke on him played with a the joke. gas canister and it, so uh with the mayor here what's up with the eyeliner you know i don't know <laughs> one of my i've always said i've always wanted a superhero movie to open with a superhero taking out like some some sea level sea level villain, and you know you never really got it. Not that the scarecrow is a sea level villain, but but you know he's not a threat really to Batman. I yeah. mean, Batman kind of took care of him in the first movie, and for him to show up, I that was one of a, a really shocking reveal to me. Like I didn't hear about Killian Murphy being in the movie. You know, you didn't hear anything about him, and then he, there he is, just a little minuscule part, and we're not there yet. But yeah, I, well, I heard about him. I knew he was coming. I just really? didn't know I what didn't. the. I thought he was going to be more integral to the whole story, but, um, like, the way he's utilized is perfectly fine. Yeah, you know, this movie has so many layers to it, and this is one of the cool layers where people see what Batman's doing, and they can think, they think that they can take care of, do what Batman does. Yeah, it's interesting, because if you, like, say you watch Spider-Man, it's, you know, they don't really show you, like... There's probably other people in New York City who are probably dressing up as Spider-Man, trying to do what yes. he does without the powers, and you know, being pathetic at it, like these guys are. Absolutely. I don't know if you noticed too. Um, if between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight here, the way the Gotham City looks in uh, Batman Begins, everything's very brown and orange and dank, mm-hmm. and everything here is very blue and pristine because it's supposed to show like how the, like the progress that Batman's made made since. I love that mask, movie. too, of the scarecrow. scarecrow. Yeah. Like, it's so cool. And, you know, Killian Murphy's such a great actor. Like, he's just a cool actor. And for him to come in and do this little bit part is really yeah, is really cool. I'm trying to remember, like, what they were 
he worked on with Nolan before, I think, on something. I know. Well, you know, the first time I was exposed to him, obviously, was in Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah. You know, and he's great in Red Eye, where he plays kind of he plays a bad guy in that too. I guess it's just British friends. <laughs> yeah, you know, that always helps if you're British. And this is an int- uh, integral part in the movie too, because this is the scene where Batman realizes that his suit he's wearing is not yeah, the best. It, it's already you can see uh, the over time, like how how much damage is taken. Like he hasn't tried to repair it at all yet. So in this movie, he uh, focuses on getting that upgraded, and I think the new suit is. Uh, I think it's the coolest Batman suit to tell you the truth in film. I really do. Like, the logo is, like, too small, I guess. I don't know. But uh, I just like how it's much more functional and realistic. And, man... Like, really, could you fight crime in a rubber, full rubber bodysuit? Yeah. Like... Yeah, no, I I, I mean, I like his new one in this. Like, I think it's the coolest one. Uh, Makes sense to have the plates separated. And, you know, there's Christian Bell. And you know what I've noticed is Christian Bell's kind of become, like, maybe the Tom Cruise... Of you know our generation, think so? Where he does those serious small kind of movies, and then he does these huge action movies, and he's really, really good in all of them. You can get really easily sucked into this movie and stop talking. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's... gotta be careful. Uh... But yeah, you know this is one of the coolest scenes I think yeah. from the trailer coming. That up. gadget failed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just you know. I just this scene's so cool. Like I remember like, seeing this in the, the uh, in the trailer, being like, "Oh yeah, that's you know a really iconic moment." Remember in Batman Returns, like Batman has armor plated chest, but Catwoman has her like her claws can penetrate the armor yeah. piercing. The dog bite in the arm just remember reminded me of that. Love that line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brian Douglas. Yeah. This is when you should have got out. You know, and that's, uh, <laughs> you know, a should've tribute to, to Batman. Um, to you know, Batman too. He thinks he can do it by himself, and then he learns through the course of this movie that to stop someone like the Joker and obviously later Harvey Two Face, is he needs help. He needs professor, uh, professor Commissioner Gordon, and another great actor. Come on, Gary Oldman. You kidding yeah. me? He also realizes how futile his efforts are going to be if more crazies like the Joker start popping up because, like uh, Maroney says, you know, they've stumbled onto Batman's code that he won't kill. Absolutely. So it's like, what kind of threat is Batman really? And, you know, the purpose of Batman is to strike fear into criminals. And if they don't fear death, then exactly. Batman's going to have a really tough time doing his job from now on. Again, that goes back to the psychology of the Joker in this movie, as you know, as we'll see later, uh, as we'll talk about later on when it gets to more scenes with him. But and that's also the great arc, and like Batman Begins is about fear, and so like mobsters, like it's really easy to strike fear into the hearts of criminals. Yeah. And then the Dark Knight enhances that, where it goes, it starts to explore. Well, now we're getting into crazies. Dude, who... I want a house like that, a penthouse like that. Like <laughs> you know, how many chicks you glass. could fuck up there. <laughs> I guess uh, at least one, because. Later in the movie, no, that's that right. couple <laughs> gets caught with their pants down. Totally. Yeah. There's another. I mean, come on, Michael Caine. This movie just has so many great actors. And how clever is this? Like, instead of just building another, like, okay, so the last movie, the Wayne Manor burned down, right? Yep. Instead of just like showing a new Wayne Manor already rebuilt and like a revamped, super high tech Batcave, Nolan just went. 
more realistic and stripped down to exactly. four walls. Exactly, it's kind of like a makeshift, you know. Yeah, and just hidden in an industrial park. You know, this movie is truly an ensemble piece, too. I really believe that. I mean, obviously, um, Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne Batman, he needs to carry the picture. But everybody in this picture really pulls their weight and is really good. Even um, Rachel Dawes, who's played by Maggie Gyllenhaal in this one. I didn't think there's really anything necessarily wrong with Katie Holmes' performance in the first one. But when you get Maggie Gyllenhaal, she kind of adds like this sweetness that I don't think Katie Holmes had in hers. I think there's a... Like... I think there's a maturity to... Yeah, maybe it's a maturity thing. I yeah. don't know. Uh, something about Katie Holmes just seemed, uh, I don't know, just not as mature, I guess. I don't know. Or yeah. serious. You know, I, it, even though I think they're pretty close in the same age. Yeah. But it's just, you know, I, I guess it's the level of She also seems more womanly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, here we're seeing Batman's battle wounds. Yes. Because, I mean, he, I mean, he even says that he needs... He may have that armor, but... You know, he, he puts himself at risk because he thinks he has nothing to lose. And, and of course, in later on in this movie, you find he does have something to lose. And what does he do to save? And, obviously, the choices men make. I mean, again, we'll get that later. Oh, I love this scene. <laughs> Sorry. Just Aaron Eckert. I mean, he's just killer. I mean, he's one of those actors that he's just so good in everything he does. He's another one. Like, I'm pretty sure uh, his role in Thank You for Smoking got him this role oh yeah thank you for smoking because they're both lawyers took me so long to watch but you know just a great movie again you know and it really gets you into the mindset of harvey dent you know and then his deterioration throughout the movie not just what happens later on but when he finds out other things you see his unbalance and how easy he can be set off Mm mm-hmm That's what Nolan said. This is like not so much about Batman, but the fall of Harvey Dent. Wow, I'm, I'm like uh, Christopher Nolan. That's a great compliment. <laughs> I'm as deep. I love seeing how corrupt too Gotham City is at this point. Right. You know, it, I mean, like this Har- guy got a gun into the courtroom. Yeah. Really? Like that's how corrupt it is. And it's. I mean, this guy, obviously, you know, just showing how corrupt it is, too. He signs an affidavit saying this and that, but he doesn't. Boom! (laughs) Suck it, fucker! (laughs) Love this. Yeah, who doesn't love that line from... Yeah, stick it to him. Yeah, because America's the best. Go America. American guns. Yes. Like how cool he is, too. Like, he just knows he's cool. Just punches a guy, almost a shot, and he punches the dude right in the face. <laughs> Freaking awesome. And there we go, you know, talking about... I don't know. Sometimes in this movie, too, I think, you know, she she looks so pretty. And other times, I think she looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... I don't uh... know what it is. Maybe it's the way the light hits her. I do have to admit, this scene right here, uh, where Gary Oldman's trying to say these long-winded lines, he, uh, first time watching it, it was hard to follow like what he was trying to say. Yeah. So, probably should have reworked that line that's coming up to... It's the one where he's talking about if he'd worked in... Or prosecuted guys in I, or internal affairs or something. I can't remember. But, yeah, it was like... I don't know. 
I don't know. I but I really like this too because it shows that how good both these guys are. You know, um, Harvey Dent tells him he needs uh, he needs this stuff. So in a city as sorry in a city as uh, in a city as corrupt as Gotham City, is it really that smart to have uh, your back to the glass like that close to the window <laughs> with mobsters running around shooting? I don't know, but he also says too like he's not going to hide from him. You That's know, true. so he might just be. It's pretty ballsy of him. It's basically like he's you know putting his balls out on Front Street. But when you egging them on, you know, when you, I guess when you get me already fuckers. put yourself on the line in Gotham City, you already have a target yeah. on your back. I don't... Uh, I was reading uh, Dark Victory, and it, uh, they said they uh, basically wrote before um, Harvey Dent came to Gotham, he was teaching at Harvard. So, there's a fun fact from the comics. Yeah, makes sense. He's a smart guy. But they don't allude to his previous. Uh, oh, internal affairs. Duh. That's where Harvey worked in this movie beforehand. Yep. Do you think, uh, like, if you're Harvey Dent and you're thinking. Is going to Gotham City a promotion yeah, over no internal affairs? I mean, like, imagine if, like, whether or not he did it, uh, did it for whatever reason he did it for, he, you know, his goal here is just to clean up crime. Yeah, you but, too. And uh, IMAX shot, you think that, uh, I don't know, maybe you probably pay well. <laughs> can you imagine if, like, one of the letters of the Wayne building fell off? <laughs> <laughs> Kill somebody instantly? Do you think Batman would, what would, what would Bruce Wayne, uh, how would he come to grips with that? I'm trying to save people, but my sign killed somebody. Yeah. Morgan Freeman, Lucius Fox. Yeah. You know, he he is such a cool actor, too. Like, there's so many cool actors in this movie. Great casting. And again, you know, it says a lot to the script because, you know, actors like Morgan Freeman don't have to take parts as small as this. He's a small part, but he's integral to the whole movie. I have to say, like, this uh, Reese character... Both of his scenes could probably have been removed from the movie, and the movie would still be as tight. Like, they just seem a little extraneous. Yeah. Like, the whole subplot of someone else finding out who... Like, it like makes sense in the grand scheme of things, but if you wanted to... Like, people are complaining the movie was too long. Really? Yeah, like, if you cut out his scenes, it probably would have worked. And, like, it's still been as good without him. I don't know. I think the movie's Not that they heard it, but... Yeah, I don't mind the... Like, I'm paying ten bucks for a movie I want. Get yeah, my money's exactly. worth. Well, you know... So two Some and a half hours is great. backfires on like Titanic. <laughs> Take that Paramount. Totally. Ripped on Fox. Paramount. Who else can we rip on? I don't know. I don't know. This is a great scene too. Is there any mo- scenes in this movie I don't like? I don't know yet. <laughs> They're all great. See there, she doesn't look that attractive. Really? Yeah. He's just fine. Look at look at the Playboy Bruce Wayne. He doesn't care. He's probably fucking that Russian. Probably banged her before they got yeah. in the hotel. Totally. You know they don't have a commentary on the Dark Knight, so you know this is this is a yeah. They great, should package this with the DVD. They really should. You know they do that now on a lot of old DVDs. Is they have fan commentaries now. I know the new Friday Thirteenth that are coming out do. Really? See how can nice. I get on that? Like maybe someone from Warner Brothers will hear this. Like these guys are so clever. They probably had a contest on a website or something. Yeah. So the job of the second. Um, or the assistant director, I found out is to direct the people in the background. Really? Tell them what to do while you know Nolan's directing the four key characters right here. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. I want you know you always wonder like what they're actually talking about to each other back there, like this chick with the scraggly hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
I'm just curious, like, what is their real conversation? You know, one of the things I look for in actors and how I think if they're good actors is how they listen to what the other actors are saying. And in this scene, um, you can tell, I mean, just looking at look Christian at the Bell right there. Eyes. Yeah, he's so dreamy. But, I mean, seriously, though, he, you can tell that he's listening intently and he believes every word that Harvey Dent's saying. And, you know, I think that's... Yeah, this scene, yeah, is basically to analyze for Bruce, like, how how, how much he can trust Harvey him. Dent, yeah. Or, yeah, I guess it, he never really thought about what he would do when it was over. Yeah, you know, and he's trying to play a little psychological game on him, too, by saying, you know, making little jabs at him and, you know, who, uh, I think they'll let me, I own the place, you know, kind of flaunting what he has. Well, he's just jealous because he wants Rachel. And... Well, yeah, that too, but, you know, he's also checking him out. And Let me remind you how much money I have. Totally. <laughs> You still can't believe Christian Bale's Irish, you know? How many Welsh. Ten- Welsh. Yeah. I mean, how many times is he actually... Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, okay, so how far are we in the movie already? Um, I don't know. 20 minutes? Yeah, roughly 20 minutes. So, yeah, the Joker... Actually, it's going to be even longer. So I'm going to say 30 minutes is the first appearance of, like, the Joker. Yeah. Even though he was in the five-minute yeah. bank robbery scene. Like, that's a long time to introduce the villain. Yep. Half an hour in. Yep. You know, in, in this scene, too, you, you I remember seeing this with an audience, and <laughs> you get sucked in immediately into Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. You know. And it just, and it proves how demented, and also how smart he is throughout this whole process. Oh, this line coming up um, is different in the actual screenplay. It's not, it's about the, your money is safe. They changed it after the fact to make it sound more like a joke that the Joker could laugh at. Because I think the original line is something like, your money's, you know, in storage or something. But they added the safe pun. So the uh, black gangster... Totally interesting, I know. <laughs> that black gangster is Spawn in the movie. So Spawn. is that how you... Uh, is that how you recognize him, is the black gangster? Like well, he doesn't have any other qualities, like... Wearing the, the brown and pink well-dressed... <laughs> Gangster, the one with the pink suit. Hey, yeah. and I'm not also the one with so, the gap in you know, his teeth. Um, separating them because there's only white and there's only a few handful of black gangsters. <laughs> what a nice little touch that he's not like boisterously, boisterously laughing. He's just doing like a little snicker. Oh, this scene. Yeah, just the re- audience reaction. Oh man, yeah. first time I saw this. Oh, snap. That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> and everyone's impressed. <laughs> I, I, I love how he, he always licks his lips, too, and just always moves his mouth because, like, his wounds aren't healed, like his scars or something. Yeah, we'll never know where that... Honestly, where those scars came from, which you know, is good. You know, I think so too because, um, you know, even in the comics, the Joker tells a different origin every time, and he does it what, three times in this movie, twice. at least at least twice. Oh, he didn't like that. He didn't appreciate the comment. <laughs> Just little quirks that he adds, like him burping there. 
the Joker's interesting. That's why we're just watching it right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, how can you not just be reeled in to this scene? One of the most amazing performances ever in a movie. <laughs> TV head. We did a movie with a TV head in it. Yes. In the script, this was reversed, like, Lau signed off even before the Joker came in the room. So, mm. another tweak they did in post. A night cell, he's Ledger. <laughs> oh, I love that part. Because he's he's not crazy. It's all calculated. It's all calculated. Ooh, that's a racist joke. There's a funny line coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> great, great delivery of that. You know, seriously, a different Joker than anyone else has ever played him, or I think even written in comics. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing, too, is... I. I like, they haven't tried to copy him in the comics either yet. No. I, like, I guess the Lee Bermejo Joker graphic novel is close to that. But as far as the actual storyline in Batman, like, they they still go with, like, the Clown Prince Joker. Yeah. Well, I mean, even Jack Nicholson's was so over the top. And you could see if, in a less capable actor's hands, how that Joker could be over the top. But he's really, really good. The shots in this scene are, like, directly out of Long Halloween. Like, the panels, if you watch, they, like, match up. Really? Like, that's inspiration for this. I would not know that. I know, um... I just recently read it Tim again. Sell draws that, and he's really good. Yeah. There's foreshadowing. The <laughs> two cops, he says. Yep. It's kind of weird how Batman's just kind of standing there. <laughs> yep. Like, listening to them, too. Yeah, they're like a married couple. And Batman's like, when you're done arguing, I'll go get this dumbass in a really sweet scene. Harvey should just turn like in the middle of the argument and just go, oh yeah, there's a dude in a giant bat costume standing right next to me <laughs> listening to us fight. Yep. Batman doesn't need to see anything. He just does. He's a doer. But uh, yeah, so Gordon's facing that direction, but he didn't see Batman leave. <laughs> That's cool. Suspend disbelief a little bit. Dude, we need a secret hideaway like that. If I ever build my own house, I'm going to have tons of secret passages. You know, you pointed out to me, too, this line here um, where Lucius Fox says it can protect against the cat. A little quick, cute little reference to the cat woman, maybe. Uh, no one said no, but, I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, I, do you think that's, I think, do you think that's what they're referencing? I, th I think it w would be. It makes sense. I, I read Nolan denied it. Like, they just put the line in there just for... Really? Just because, like, it had no meaning. But, you know, after reading the long Halloween stuff, like, they sh should... Like, the way they write her into that story, it totally makes sense because she's on the trail of, like, trying to figure out for herself that... Uh, or identifying who her father is, and her father is, like, she's supposed to be the illegitimate child of uh, one of the crime bosses. <laughs> I think uh, Carmine Falcone. And since... Carmine in the Batman Begins just got uh, shelved away in Arkham. Like she could totally like that storyline could totally pop up as a Catwoman plotline yep. for Tom Wilkinson. Yeah. So, how much better do you think this is than Batman Begins, or do you think it's 
just the natural progression from Batman Begins. It feels like the nat- natural progression to me. Because if I, I, I think if I was watching Batman Begins uh, right now, I'd just be totally immersed in that and interested, like just the same. Like they, they're really kind of different movies, like the way they feel. So. See, I'd fuck Maggie Gyllenhaal there. <laughs> the way she turns her head away from you. Yeah. I hope my girlfriend never listens to this commentary. <laughs> oh, you're in trouble. Of course I'm not being serious. She loves Christian Bale, and she probably loves this scene because he's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> it's kind of dreamy, though. Look at him. Kind of looks like Brandon. What does that say about you? <laughs> you should tell Brandon that. He'd get a boner. <laughs> Christian Bale's his hero, and... Is it scary that his I could hero for Christian Bell style is um, American Psycho? <laughs> but how could you not want Christian Bale as your hero? I mean, oh yeah, he's badass. The man's a badass. So did Budweiser pay life. to have that in there? I just noticed there's a huge Bud Select neon <laughs> in the back. I was listening to a Smodcast and uh, what's his name, fanboy Walt Flanagan. He's trying to like explain something about beer. He's like, "What's that famous beer?" Everyone in the room was like, what, Budweiser? <laughs> Only the most famous beer on the planet? Do you think all the little emo Heath Ledger lovers were disturbed by the shot of Ledger pretending to be dead <laughs> in the body bag? You know, that, that's one thing I'm glad they didn't get rid of that scene because... Yeah, like that's totally the scene you'd think they'd cut out after yeah. like a big PR thing. This is... You know, I try to think of my favorite scene in this movie it's hard for me to really choose but I'd have to go with the end but I'll see it when we get there but yeah. this one's great though this is it, one of those shots where he looks like he really looks like Heath Ledger yeah. more than he does the Joker but it's lighting whatever such a famous line now I was wondering like so the knife is in his mouth right mm-hmm. but when it cuts away what whatever he does to this guy's mouth kills him, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, well, I assume he just moves it down and stabs him in the neck, but we don't really see that. So I don't know. Do you know? I do not know. Does it doesn't say in the screenplay or anything? No. It just says like he cuts him, instant kill. Hmm. Well, obviously you can't. Would a knife show in the it. neck even be an instant kill? Like I imagine he'd be like I'll... writhing around, yeah. gargling on his own blood for a little while. But I guess we gotta speed the movie along so we can't dwell on a yeah. guy choking on his own blood. Yeah, I guess it's unnecessary to show it, you know? And this is brutal. What a yeah. fucked up thing to do to somebody. Yeah. Pit them against each other with a pool cue. Who do you think survived? I don't know. We'll have to look for the one black yeah, man. Yeah, American one. Oh no, there's another one because it's to do with the dreads, too. Mm-hmm. IMAX shot. Yeah, there's. Use Canon cameras, folks. that's really lucius or morgan freeman on that building yep and everyone talks about christian bale on that one building but you know morgan freeman was up there too he was still imax i didn't know the show was imax yeah i forgot guy i love blu-ray that guy was really appreciative to accept his cell phone well it's korean (laughs) They have a bird cage up there. They do. Is there a bird in it? That's there is yeah, a bird. A I bird. see it right now. What kind of bird is that, Ryan? Um, that is 
a bird that's indigenous to North Korea. It's the Hongding Dong, and it it migrates to South Korea every winter. The Hongding Dong. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good combination there. Thanks. Both penile references. <laughs> yep. Look, there's there's like different birds all the way along across. Look, there's a parrot back there. There's one right there. Yeah, there's another one. The things you notice when you've seen this movie so many times, and you just like well, look we don't things. like it's not important for us to watch the foreground anymore. Like now we're like, what else can we find out about the movie? <laughs> so we'll watch the background. There's a guy cleaning back there behind yep. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman outsmarts him. He's like, haha, I got my phone. Sucker. Confused security guard. I don't know. Well, back into the drawer you go. <laughs> That's what he's And thinking. that'll be the end of it. <laughs> I am a lousy security guard. <laughs> you think that's a Canon camera? Hey, there's another Canon ad right in the background there. <laughs> Cool. I want that phone. You know, for like the longest time, I didn't put the connection of submarine sonar together with the fact that bats use sonar nice. to find things. So for the longest time, I was just like, what's with the submarine line? I don't get it. I guess it's funny. Hi, Max. Yep. This shot's fucking badass. Yeah, that's really Christian Bale up there. Well, we know he's a committed actor. We've heard his tirade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> takes his craft very seriously yeah did you ever figure out like what scene in terminator salvation that was no as you're watching it like what see i'm one of those people if i like their movies i really don't care what they do in their personal life yeah i mean plus you know hollywood on a hollywood uh set like they they are really professional so like if that guy was sticking his neck around in the background and throwing off christian bale's shot it has to be really frustrating because like film is, film is expensive and you don't want to waste it and that too you know if you're doing something you know for 14 15 hours a day if you yeah, get caught at the end of the day tight schedule like to coordinate a lot of people to get them all together at a certain time like it's not an easy task so if you're wasting time where can we shots, get a desk like that where it's clear plastic or is that glass i think it's glass that'd be cool is it impressive that batman takes down a bunch of asian guys in karate <laughs> Oh no. That was stupid. I'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah. And this is actually CGI, believe it or not. Go get you some. That's the other great thing about Batman Begins in the Dark Knight. The CGI is practically flawless. Like, I, agree. I can never tell. I, like for a long time, I, I was going like talking about Batman Begins, talking about how like the whole movie is pretty much practical effects. Then I watched the special features on the DVD, and that movie has about the same amount of CGI as any other superhero movie. It's amazing. It's always how you use it, you know. Yeah, really talented people make it really convincing. Now you're always saying that like you can see the reflection of Batman before he busts through the window, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Well, you need Not to that watch the movie again. Oh my god, what if the bullet, one of those stray bullets hits that fish tank? All those fish will be dead. Oh, <laughs> Peter would have a field day. <laughs> First he dresses up as a bat, and now he's killing fish. Not only does Batman put civilians in danger, he puts fish in danger. With That's right. Antics. Crazy Batman. Oh shit, look to your right. 
Look out, the killer is right behind you. Badass, he's just dragging him by his one foot. Totally. I bet Lau pissed his pants right there. Yeah. Actually, I bet he pissed his pants when he flies out the window here. <laughs> just trickling down. Some guy's like hanging out on the street below, and he's like, oh, it's raining. But no, that's Lau's pee. <laughs> Coming down, raining, raining down from the sky like a golden shower. I love how, like, what's coming up here, the audience just is so impressed. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't get what's going on. He just launched a balloon, whatever. And we have this wide shot for some reason. Obviously, it's a POV shot. Uh, and it all that. makes sense. <laughs> Remember when they were talking about the uh, Skyhook program a couple scenes ago? And it comes full circle. That's CGI, believe it or not. He got to die. <laughs> Batman! <laughs> now look at South Korea, it's beautiful. So the guy flying the jet, though, like, does he see Batman board the plane at all? <laughs> like, when they, you see the cargo bay closing, obviously there's nothing between that and the cockpit. Dude, that's a total ripoff. Spider-Man like, does that Batman? all the time. He drops off criminals in front of a police <laughs> station and says, courtesy, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Just kidding. He does, but I'm just saying. Look at Rachel Dawes just go to town on this guy. Not sexually, but like <laughs> lawyering him. You're going to get anally raped. He doesn't want to get anally raped, though. That's why he's going to make a deal. <laughs> That's he, what they do in prison. Yep. They rape you. Anally. That's a racist joke right there. He's Asian. He's talking about math. Totally. But, I mean, he's also... Uh, I'm the plane. <laughs> he's able to launder millions and billions of dollars, so he's probably really good with calculations. You're so smart, Harvey Dent. Dude, Harvey Dent's the man. Hope nothing bad happens to him. <laughs> he, ma he makes it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shh. Just watch the movie. You'll find out. So can he just walk away with the money? I don't... He th he's got the smug look on his face, like, if he gives away his Well, we've watched enough 24 <laughs> to know that you can make a deal. Yeah, but, like, he, what's he going to do with the money when he's in prison? I don't know. Oh, yeah, can't trust your own people. You know who I love in this? There's uh, Kano who, in Mortal Kombat who does the motion capture for video games in there. He's right there to the left, right next to Marconi. My <laughs> left, his right. That's Sal Davidia. This movie was shot in Chicago, and that's where Mortal Kombat headquarters are located. Uh, a Midway? Yep. Like how they think it's just Gordon picking them up and then yeah. reveal, yeah, badass. You're all going to jail. Dickhead. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Police brutality. I assume the judge in Batman Begins got his ass handed to him and fired. That's why she's got the job now. Yep. 
what does that Joker card signify? Does it mean something? I think it's foreshadowing. You know, I don't jump at too many movies, but I'll admit I jumped at this part coming up. Yeah. Because it's loud, not that it's scary. There's an interesting framing here, like how they're so far to the sides of the frame. Kind of puts the emphasis on the door instead of the characters. Whatever. <laughs> Look at a little model building in the background. What is this? A building for ants? <laughs> that commissioner really doesn't do anything except die. Do you notice he's huh? like in a lot of scenes and he just walks around? Wait, what? The other commissioner in the shot. Like oh, Loeb. yeah. Commissioner Loeb. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's named after Jeff Loeb, the comic book artist, yeah. writer, I mean. Because the, they got most of their reference material, the Nolan and Goyer, from The Long Halloween and Dark Victory. So the commissioner in that's Commissioner Loeb. David S. Goyer is really <laughs> instrumental oh, in making yeah. Make you jump. Huh? comic book movies what yeah. they are today. Apparently he's good at writing, but like when he directs them, he hasn't been too successful. No. Unfortunately. Blade 3. Which wasn't that bad. The, the Invisibles didn't do well. Uh, the, what was it? The Unborn didn't... <laughs> so, do you think the Joker <laughs> took the time to stick the card into a typewriter and then type out, like, in his off time? Well, what else is he going to do? <laughs> Kill people? I just think it's funny to think about, like, what is transpiring beyond the scene. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it is interesting... Um, you always think about what kind of... Would they really show this kind of stuff on TV nowadays? Yeah, dude. Really? They'll show, like, a torture dude, tape? I was watching... Uh, on, like, CNN? CNN, and they're showing, like, people bolt holes in their head laying in the street in Iran. Really? Yeah. I never see that stuff. See? Brian Douglas, Batman told you to get out, and this is what Look happens. at you now. You're fucked. You are effed. You can cuss on this, Brad. It's I okay. know. I don't know why I said F. <laughs> Fuck. Look at the Joker make him his bitch. Yep. <laughs> and there he's terrifying. Yep. Just again, the character changes constantly. To people in Gotham, this is their first view of the Joker. And see, then when he's serious, though, he changes his tone. So people listen to him. That's the creepy thing. He is a man of his word. He is honest. Yep. He doesn't... So what's your favorite scene in this movie, Brad? This is a good one coming up. I don't know. Actually, I have to say, um, the one coming up, because they gave out little snippets of scenes online with, like a couple days before the movie came out, so you could watch full scenes, but not the whole movie, obviously. And, yeah. Um, like, the scene that's coming up is cut between Batman uh, like infiltrating his little like back alley storage spaces of his <laughs> penthouse and then like it, then it comes back to the joker like terrorizing everybody but the scene online is just straight like the joker huh. like it doesn't cut away which i think the not cutting away would have made an even bigger impact because it's like that much more tense like you're totally fixated on what's going on in the scene and how menacing he is do you think he's going to tag team those chicks <laughs> 
He did it in the helicopter. I mean, I over. guess he's going to triple team those chicks. <laughs> what would the word Menage be? Menage a trois? No, Menage a trois is three people. Menage a cat would be... Cat? Cat is four. Oh, I don't know. Is that French? Yeah. Yes. Cat is four? Yeah. Oh, Rachel's so pissed. She is. She, she looks cute here. You can tell those actresses are actually models because you can see the total... How they stand? Yeah, how they stand. They're completely disinterested in the scene. I don't know. Maybe they are acting. They're just really good at looking disinterested. They probably don't want to date Bruce Wayne for his money. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Wayne never going to find love. I believe in Harvey Dent is a line from the graphic novel, too. Really? Yeah. Batman says it a bunch of times. It's like, I believe in Harvey Dent. I believe in Gotham. Is this the face? His face... Stays pretty, right? Actually, Handsome. that's a little bit of foreshadowing. This is the face of Gotham's bright future. Yeah. And it's about to be... There's Batman not drinking. He has half. to keep on looking good and not be drunk. Yeah, that's another little subtle touch that Bruce Wayne... Like, he always has to be uh, coherent in his faculties. So, yeah, he tosses the liquor off the side of the boat. Someone told me, like, it wasn't uh, deliberate. Like, it was a like accident that they left in the movie it looks deliberate to me yeah i don't know i don't know who told it to me but i was like dude it's deliberate he's trying to not be drunk yep he always has to be attentive and also too if you watch um the scene when joker comes in he drinks a glass that has nothing in it no he does it it spills out because he's crazy and like just not oh i thought he spills out on purpose though we'll 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 set this record straight coming up here we'll 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 watch it. it together Do you think uh, Commissioner Gordon's upset because he wasn't invited to the party? Maybe. Gordon's always working. He goes home, a eats a, a pint of Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> and says, "Where's my invitation?" I thought I thought I was gonna. I thought I was good with a party, Harvey. <laughs> so Ryan, yes, someone comes up to you and says, "There's a." threat on your life do uh-huh. you act as casual as the commissioner and the judge do yeah what me and the or um, just like what me and the commission have in common is we're cool cats <laughs> do you think those two guys are in on it yeah do you think they're I think cops so, cause, or I do they just I don't know, they, they didn't know that the I, let's watch the reaction when they drive away because i could have sworn i remember when I they think, drive away they really don't do anything i don't think there's a shot of them is there i don't know i think that was it for them we'll watch this again we're, we're being refreshed, <laughs> even though we've seen this movie many times. Is this Clyburn? <laughs> Get it, burn. <laughs> the, the name of the bottle. Yeah. That would suck to drink acid. <laughs> yeah. What they're doing here is musing. See, foreshadowing, the Joker already gave her her death warrant. If you remember what she's flipping through... So, how come the acid doesn't burn through the glass, but it burns through the table? Hmm. Just putting that out there. Putting that out there. Maybe with glass, it's... just doesn't affect glass. It doesn't affect <laughs> the, the way it affects wood. They're both organic materi- materials, technically, because glass is just sand, which is rock. But yeah, don't they also store acid in glass, though, and if you pour it on wood, it burned? Yes, it is true. I gotta... It, yeah, yeah. I, but, you know, I don't know. Glass. I'm not a scientist. Yeah. Let's ask Brandon. Yeah. He would know. Call him. 
Jeez, relax, Harvey. Oh my I god, Bryce, what are you doing? I think I think he needs to take a nap. He's getting a little too big for his britches. <laughs> That's the name of a great Pixar movie. Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, there's the cops. Are they? Did they react to it though, or did they just drive away? I think he did turn his head and look up to check. Yeah, like he like he knew it was going to happen. So the Joker somehow had the time to fill her car full of cards when she wasn't looking. Well, no, he has people helping him. That's true. So you think he noticed a bunch of thugs hanging around that chick's car, filling them with cards? Yeah. Okay, it's this scene here that's uncut on the online, and it's I think it's more tense when it's not cut. I love how there's no music though. Yeah. Okay, watch the glass. Well, coming up. Yep. Okay. Okay, sorry, we're really paying yeah, attention to this part. We don't want to miss it. But yeah, okay, so it's full, and he's just so fixated on terrorizing these people that he doesn't care that there's no like that's just how crazy yeah. he is like it doesn't oh that's so badass i love this part though we just decommission that gun yeah. i love christian bale he makes everything so cool that guy's a wimp oh hey get out of my bed i don't want any cum stains on there yeah thanks for fucking in my bed good luck with the joker Oh, snap. That old man just crapped himself. Look at look at her stand up all tough. I love this line. Look, there's like 300 people in this room, and she's the only one who can stand up to this guy. No doubt. What a bunch Some of frail woman. Or what? I mean, women can't stand up to anything, and here she is. <laughs> I'm just teasing. That separates... You know, cool women and normal women. You know, I think he tells stories for his scars based on the situation he's in. Because he's trying to scare her, you know, saying that his wife and stuff. And right. Because that kind of story would... And I love how the music starts here and it's that. like that. Like... The razor blade music. Yeah. That's what they call it. Because that's what it is. Like, uh... The composer just drug a razor blade, like he experimented with a lot of different instruments, uh-huh. and like just random like junk, and seeing what kind of sounds he could create. And yeah, that's how they come up with this. So it's just like a razor blade against like a violin string or something. That's really cool. Yeah. Like it gives a really big like uneasiness to yeah. the scene. And I love Batman's intro here too. That's the thing I like. So all the rich people don't notice Batman swooping in. Like they're everyone's. Dude, that's part of his aura. <laughs> he, he was trained by ninjas. Don't you remember the first movie? I know, but it's like theater in the round. Everyone's watching this one spot. <laughs> you know, I noticed too is every time the Joker gets hit, he laughs. Not there. <laughs> you know, when the Batman's kicking the shit out of him later on, he's like. Woo-hoo! Okay, Woo-hoo! you think at this point when the chaos and like the criminals are being distracted, that some of those freaking rich people would jump out and help out? And, but no, no. You know, cowards. I, I mentioned this to this before, but like I love the Joker waits for him to be distracted before he attacks. Like if you watch the scene, he's throwing all his henchmen into him, and then when they distract Batman enough, 
he goes in and kicks him or whatever. Yeah. This is a clever line coming up here. Yeah. Like you always think of those cliched speeches they put in movies like that, and the Joker totally exposes you know, it. I did a. a an online blog about top ten villains and I put the Joker as number one. One, because he's one of the few villains in movies that follows through with threats. Every time he says something happens, it happens in this movie. Yeah. He doesn't screw around. No. He doesn't have those soliloquies where he's... You so know. do you think he could actually survive this fall? Totally. He's Batman. Like, <laughs> but, I'm yeah. Batman. Who are you? Okay? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what? Who are you? I'm Batman. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Do you think Tim Burton wish he could make a Batman movie this cool? Actually, I don't think he ever watched these, apparently. Because he's such an egomaniac, he would never watch someone else's better work? <laughs> I don't know. Did you see the new uh, stills for Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. This Apparently the story is way different than... It's like a sequel yeah. to the Lewis Carroll book. I like Harvey Dent's line about the trash. Good. Oh, damn! The calculation he back brought in back space. what he said. Yeah. And this is where Batman's got kind of cocky. Yeah, I criminals. Huh? Yeah, I was, I was just yeah. agreeing with you. That's what the scene's kind of about. And the Joker knows that too. I mean, he uses it against him. Yeah. Really. All this time, he's just been following what uh, Rachel Ghoul taught him. And now, yeah, Rachel Ghoul was wrong. There's another kind of criminal. He's dead too. <laughs> I don't know. They might throw a Lazarus pit in here at some point. <laughs> you know, this is a great story, too. I love this story that um, Alfred tells him. Yeah. I mean, you don't hear the end of the story until a little later in the movie, but it really rings true to who the Joker is and stuff like that. Yeah. And that kind of stuff really goes on. So it's not just a ridiculous story to move the plot along or make this movie make sense. Absolutely not. It's one of those shots that makes him really look like Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that one right there, for sure. See, Brandon looks like a stud Christian Bale, and I look like Chris Farley. <laughs> and I look like nobody. You look like Brad. That's all that matters. I'm unique. Who did someone tell you you look like the other day? Dude, I get the, like, the weird... I've, I've heard Dane Cook. I've heard Weird Al. Dane Cook and Weird Al. I, I know, dude. That. I don't know. I get it. Maybe if you got curly hair and grew it really long. I... It's because I do that drawing of Weird Al, mm -hmm. and you don't see the hair and everything. It's just the face. But I don't know. At the, I guess at that angle, I don't know. Whatever. Back to the movie. Yeah. What's that with that white bar at the bottom? You know, I don't know why that's on my TV. It only does it on high-def stuff. Hmm. This whole time, like, Joker's always a one step ahead of these fuckers. Yep. We're coming up on an hour soon. We should probably pause it and then re-record. Okay. So so we don't lose the whole thing at the end or something. Sure. By accident. That would suck. Totally. In the graphic novel, uh, what's her name? She's uh, actually just a good character. Really? Yeah. But again, they used another graphic novel reference. So can they do this in real life? Grab fingerprints off of bullets? Bullet fragments? I would imagine so. I don't know. I don't watch CSI, so I don't know. 
Yeah, I watch CSI, <laughs> and I don't know. For shame. Because I, I don't think it's something they would invent, invent just for the movie. You know, Nolan's crew seems pretty thorough. And God, this is great sound design right here. Oh, yeah, it's so loud. Yeah, in the theater. Holy shit. Yeah. You don't get the full effect while you're listening to us because I have it turned down a little bit. It must have taken weeks, though, to actually set up that rig, though, with oh, just absolutely. Batman and Alfred, or Bruce Wayne and Alfred. I think they had that... Like, they, they couldn't, like, there's not enough time. Like, mm-hmm. this all takes in place in the span of, what, a week? Yeah. This whole story? So you think they had the time to create that? I'm just saying. Uh, one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah. This is kind of like an outsider scene. Like a scene for... Like, real life outside the movie. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's hard for me to explain things because I'm really captivated by the movie and trying to talk at the same time. Right after the scene, pause it. So we can... Okay. You're going to edit out you saying that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to just take the best parts and condense it into like a shorter version. Cool. So, yeah, it's not an actual two-hour podcast. It's more like a one-hour one. Like, why do you need $10 million a year for the rest of your life? Yes, yeah, that's, that's a... I mean, that's a lot of money. Overextending yourself there, sir. You know, I think anyone else but Morgan Freeman delivering these lines, it might not work as well. Yeah. You know? I still love his line in Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing this for the, for, the, for, for the first time and just thinking, like, how is he going to explain his way out of this? Yeah. And this is the best way to do it. Yep. And I, you know, I remember seeing this in the live audience and everyone was cheering when, you know, yep. Lucius delivered that line. And yep. even they're, like, great acting. He's like, oh, I outsmarted him when he was trying to outsmart me. It's like the only other solution is to kill the guy and obviously <laughs> yeah. he can't do that. So, yeah. All right. So if I had as much money as Bruce Wayne, I would totally do stuff like this. I just spend all my money to re-combine bullet fragments and pull <laughs> fingerprints off of them. Nothing to add to that, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's uh, checked out in this movie. <laughs> I was just thinking about the line. I'll get you a duplicate because that's what copies <laughs> used to be called back in the day. A duplicate. A duplicate. IMAX. Yep. Chicago IMAX. I wonder what that building really is. I do not know. We should go to Chicago and try to recreate. Have every we said anything about Anthony Michael Hall yet? And we haven't. Yeah. People think he's going to be the Riddler. <laughs> nope. He's just a newscaster. Yep. Here's a scene where Bruce Wayne's being Batman without the armor. Yep. Fifteen oh two. I wish I had a distinguished voice like Michael Caine, yeah. and then people would respect me more. And his career. <laughs> yeah. Bagpipes. <laughs> I, I was trying to see if I can find the Joker in these cops right now, like a Where's Waldo. <laughs> so I read online somewhere, there, people, someone's wondering, how many cops does Gotham City actually have? <laughs> and apparently they're all out now, so, you know, if you're elsewhere in the city, go rob a bank or something. Well, if it's a city like that, I mean, you have to think, I'm sure in scope-wise, it's as big as Chicago or New York. I think they're probably, like, just thinking about the comics, where it seems a lot smaller. Yeah. 
Is that I, your phone? Yeah, I am getting a text message right now. Oh. But uh, uh, keep commentating. I'll try and grab it. Unrelated to this. So right now, Batman is going into apartment 1502 because he has heard that. Is it in the? This is a cool scene too because you, you couldn't believe that they. What happens in the scene would actually transpire. Oh yeah, I, when I first saw, I was like, because up to this point, I was kind of. Because the style of the movie is different from Batman Begins, so I was like, where, you know, where's Nolan kind of going with this? And then when he does what he does to Commissioner Gordon, I was like, no way. They were so faithful to the mythology. And for them to t- do this, I was just like, okay, well, this movie got a little less impressive to me. And then... Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just weird, because, you know, this movie seems... Whenever it seems like it's following typical movie fare, it always turns it a little... excuse it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? It actually has surprise to it, which is very hard to do nowadays in a lot of movies, is, like, surprise the audience. Yeah, you know, it's... it's I don't know, it's definitely cool. And I So mean, are these two guys part of the Joker crew? I mean, they'd have to be, because there's... Or is it just the one guy and Ledger, I mean, do you think? there's... That guy's in Wendy's commercials now. Yeah, he is. Um... Come on, Bruce Wayne, be smarter yeah. than that. You know, how many times you see the Joker without makeup? Never. Yeah. There you do. I mean, that's... And that's another thing you never see. Another little... Well, I guess in the Jack Nicholson one, he puts makeup on so he looks normal. Yeah. What do you want? My face. On the $1 bill. <laughs> You're joking, right? Do I look like I'm joking? Uh, a little. Here's a great added added tension too. Yeah, I, I love this whole scene where everybody reacts. Yeah. You know, it's so cool. You you wonder if he, when he shot that, like he didn't tell anybody when the shot would go, so everybody's Maybe. reaction would be you know real. I'd love to be on a set just to watch the production. Like I don't even have to make the movie. Or you know, follow around a director for yeah. a day and see what they actually do. Like, you know, I read about movies like this or on Spider-Man 3 like Raimi had to have a golf cart to go from different sets to question set. when did the Joker have time to press uh, metal badges with certain names on them what else is he gonna do as long as he had the time this happens in like a week I know right oh sad oh sad notice how the color of the shot is turned to blue. blue color psychology is that dude really sorry Oh, wait, he's not a bad cop. Hey, hey, Ryan, do you think that little boy is going to become Robin? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Freaking fanboys. <laughs> I know, right? Like, Robin is, like, the worst. Jim Gordon's son in the comics wasn't never Robin, so why would it be that in the movie? I know. I don't think Robin makes sense in Nolan's Batman world. I think uh, if they follow Dark Victory, it could work. But, yeah, it's in the real world, which is his universe, you know, it would just, that kid would be dead. This the is first a, battle. I love this. Yeah, this is a great too. misogynistic line. Yeah, and I love what Batman just coming kind of like a shark talk. through, yeah, through the crowd. Someone should uh, do a like a comedy bit about Batman trying to get into this club, like the scene we didn't see of him just kind of walking up and saying, "Hey, you know, <laughs> I know the guy in here." And the bouncer's like, "Yeah, yeah right, buddy." What's with the costume? It's just picking him up with one hand. Yep. 
I mean, this is a cool part, too, because you kind of see the deterioration of Harvey Dent as a person. Right. This is where he really becomes Two-Face. Starts to cross the line. Starts, starts to break his own rules. And, you know, Batman even gives him the little the little thing. So Batman was too. just at the club, and he found Harvey Dent in a major large city in a matter well, of they, minutes. Well, they never show, like, elapsed time. Maybe it was, like, an hour. You know? So... Harvey Dent drives off with that guy for an hour. High-profile <laughs> yeah. district attorney. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, he's missing. And one of our ambulances isn't accounted for. Yeah, you know, people who read the comics know that Harvey Dent's coin is two, he- two, two heads. Double-sided. Double-sided. Yeah. But, you know, here, you know, he, he's in complete control even though he seems like he isn't. And he's just trying to scare the guy. This is a great tactic right here. Mm-hmm. Again, one of those cliches, and then, yep, turn it on you. Yep. Freddy drops him. I don't know what's worse, seeing someone die or their leg break like that, you know? My dad loves this line. (laughs) (laughs) Eric Roberts, 80s softcore porn legend. (laughs) What were you saying before I interrupted you? I don't remember. Oops. It's okay. See? Batman realizes that... Batman has limits. Yeah. Right here. The Joker does not have limits. Yeah. The criminals have exposed Batman's fatal flaw. They're not afraid of him now. Yep. I mean, great acting. He has a mask on, and you're still able to... But he will sit. drop you off a building. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> so he won't kill you. That. <laughs> you know, I still love reading that first appearance of um, Batman, where he just lets that criminal fall in a vat of acid. He's <laughs> like, fitting in for a scum yeah. like him. Or, like, there's another issue where he, like, there's these giants running around, <laughs> and he takes the bat plane, picks one up, and then, like, as he's flying through, trying to question him, he just drops the giant to his death. He's like, oh, nothing could be done. Meh. <laughs> yeah. If they had meh back then, that's Original what he'd say. Original Batman. Uh, great. Right. No, but I can tell you that Wendy's has 99 cent sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh, it's fifty cents is a half dollar, so he he could get two sandwiches with that <laughs> yep. double sided coin. <laughs> two great actors going head to head in a tense scene. Yeah. Harvey, where's your research? Yeah, you idiot. See, this is too where Harvey realizes how he can take down the Joker in his own way by saying that you know that so he is a Batman. Do you think this is the point where they could, like, at this point, okay, Gordon's dead, but it was all pre-planned, right? Like, is Gordon? Like, Gordon's in protective custody somewhere right now, right? Because mm-hmm. he's not actually dead. So, is does Harvey know at this point? Or is it after this scene that they conspire to, like, do the bait and switch? That's what I don't understand. You know, I think... Because when Bruce goes to the conference, too, like, he's surprised that Harvey yeah, does it. You know, I think... Um, well, Harvey says, too, I, I, he trusted Batman would do the right thing. 
So I think he knew if he did that, that Batman would save him and it would, you know, help. Like, just Harvey knew that if he put himself on the line, Batman would do the right thing. Right. So Harvey's not in on the bait and switch. No, but he's not. But Bruce he... and Gordon have to be, but Bruce is acting like he doesn't have anything planned right now, which is confusing. Well, yeah, obviously he's doing it on purpose, you know. Huh? I, I think he's obviously doing it on purpose. Like, Batman doesn't want... Um, so this is deliberate. He's yeah. Like he's just acting right now? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, he even says, I mean, Har- uh, Commissioner Gordon has a line, the less people that know, the safer you are. Right. So only Batman and Commissioner Gordon are going to know this obviously right but bruce is acting like like he goes to the conference and he's acts surprised that harvey does what he does yeah well i think he is surprised but he also so what was the plan before of yeah. of stashing gordon away if they don't know that harvey's going to take the fall yet you know i don't know that's yeah. a good question again maybe they just counted on maybe not harvey doing the right thing but like i don't know like somebody. what else would they be planning to do before Harvey intervenes with his yeah. own plan. Or, you know, maybe they had a different plan and then they had to change it because of uh, Harvey Dent. Or, oh no, because the Joker already was going after Harvey Dent. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> so maybe Gordon knew that eventually he'd come back after Harvey Dent. But they wouldn't know that he was going to switch with Batman. I don't know. That's a good question. Sorry, I'm thinking out loud right now. No, that's what we're supposed to do. I don't know what else to say about the movie right now. Yeah. And uh, apparently there's incinerators in the Batcave. Yeah. Because this is remodeled like, remodeled off of some structure that apparently just has incinerators off of the side. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> Maybe it's just arbitrary. a furnace for heat. This is a great line here. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't even know if they heard that on the... No, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think this is a bit of commentary on uh, fighting terrorism? I think so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Take a shower, Rachel Dodge. You're wearing <laughs> the same shit you were wearing last night. She's been up all night worried about what's going to happen to either one of her her men. That's true. That she hasn't decided between yet. Because part of her has enjoyed the time she's spent with Harvey Dent. Because Harvey Dent puts it all on Front Street. He has no secrets. That guy no who's standing next to Bruce, or Christian Bale, is in the uh, is a psychologist, and he's in the psychology of Batman uh, the... special feature. Really? Yeah. Wait for it. Hey, is there anyone from 24 in here? I don't know. Because twenty people twenty four and a lot of other things I watch. Yep, I don't know. I haven't noticed anybody, and I think we would have seen mm-hmm. notice somebody. Okay, okay, stay on topic. That guy, you can't see him now. He's being framed out. <laughs> what? He's here? I like that guy in the background. <laughs> see, he's surprised. I know, sometimes there's always um. Like, extras who overact. Yeah. Oh, in this movie, they really do. Like, he should turn himself in. Like, that just screams, yeah. notice me. <laughs> but I guess if you're an extra and you're in a, you know, a Batman movie, you want to... Yeah, anything to get your name out there. Yeah, advance your careers. Whoa, did you see that? What? Like, Rachel looks off to the right, mm-hmm. oh, like, away from Alfred for a second. Like, she's trying to 
take direction. Really? Yeah. See, she does not look good there. She's all right. You think she looks like she just rolled out of bed? It looks like she got hit in the face with a <laughs> dump truck. Dump truck. <laughs> God, Ryan, you're so superficial. I know. She has nice handwriting. <laughs> Do you think she really wrote that or some assistant write it? I'm sure it's the assistant. I guess I can't say that. It's possible. Like, a cool well, actor will do that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, some actors you know? probably might want to, you know? Like, it's the same thing with, like, the Batman note on uh, Lau. Uh-huh. Like, give to Lieutenant Gordon. Is that Christian Bale's handwriting? For real? I guess we'll never know. No? I guess if I ever do the BD Live, I'll ask Nolan. Personally. Yep. Hey, well, is that Christian Bale's handwriting <laughs> on that note on, on Lau there? He'll be like, uh, can I get a serious question <laughs> about the craft? Who's the masked man? Okay, honestly, the only part of this movie I don't like is this cop in this transport. Yeah, he is like way too many turkey lines. Totally. It's like those lines that they put in summer movies, so yeah. people think they're funny. Like, really like out of place. the scene doesn't need it. It's already gripping, and like you don't need a guy basically commenting on what's going on. Because they did a whole scene with the Joker in the penthouse with no music, totally tense. And now there's this, you know, gripping action scene where this guy's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. It's just out of place in the movie. We don't... We, we get that they're turkeys on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Even though we're reminded, like, three times. I know. Oh, here's IMAX. This is great. <laughs> Bad idea. Bad idea! <laughs> oh, no, we're being shot at! He might as well have just said that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we didn't see that, thanks. Like, those obvious lines. And the razor blade music... This I mean, like, cop. how cold-hearted is a Joker? Yeah. Doesn't even care. Boom. See, toys with other people, but he just shoots that one guy in the face. That's sad. Yep, doesn't fuck around. Yeah. Calculate it again. It's a fire truck on fire, sir. You don't, you don't recognize that when you see it? you think at this point they'd be like, okay, we had this planned route. There's a burning fire truck. We should probably just halt everything <laughs> and uh, rethink this plan because something's up big time. So the Joker had time to wheel out a fire truck and set it on fire with no one noticing? Uh, again, he probably has goons. <laughs> Still, no one noticed a bunch of goons. I, lo- I love uh, the slaughter. Is Do you know most of this scene is just a, like a, uh, I don't know what scale, but it's just, it's just a model? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I watched the... Uh... You did? The bonus features, it's impressive. It totally seamless. I can't tell. It's great. In the special features, this is reversed. They flipped the frame and redid the graphics because in real life, the truck goes off the left side of the road. Huh. Into the left side of the uh, harbor or whatever river. <laughs> Slaughter is the best medicine. That's so creative and clever. Yeah. Isn't that a pistol? Yeah, you can have semi-automatic pistols though. Really? Yeah. Damn. The Joker's hardcore. Look, he can just. <laughs> There's no kickback on that shotgun for the Joker. Yep. Joker doesn't fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> this is like. It's so funny, like, you know it's coming, but it's still, like, clever. Yeah. Like, really? A bazooka? Yeah, see, that line, unnecessary. Is that a bazooka? Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows it's a bazooka. 
idiot cop number one. That's what he's doing. Totally, is that his credit in the movie? <laughs> Maybe. Should be. I'm surprised one of those didn't take out of that car, but that's cool. I think he survived that. He's lucky. Yeah. And then Zucker's like, oh! I've been played. <laughs> but, but he, he really it. didn't get played. He wanted to be played. Yeah. Sweet. And that's a model, folks. It's not real. <laughs> I so miss out on getting that Batmobile RC car that's like the, as big as this table. <laughs> Maybe I can find it on eBay somewhere. Pay a grip load for it. Yeah. How many times do you say that too? Let's go! Let's get out of here! Let's go! Yeah, I'm trying not to drive fast. Thanks. Yeah. Because I want to. I don't understand the, the gravity of the situation at all. Sweet. You know, everyone was like, God, the Batmobile looks was so weird in the last movie. But now, it's like, can you imagine it not being in the no. next, like, in a Batman movie? Like, such a great design. Well, in the new one, they're obviously going to have a different one. Yeah. I think they're just going to stick with the Batpod. Which is another cool. great reveal in this movie. You feel so stupid when it happens. Like, that yeah. you never put it together before you saw the movie. <laughs> and actually, uh, it was... The inertia was on its back, but they obviously, in editing, made it look like it fell on its right side. Is Batman dead? <laughs> oh, he's okay. <laughs> just, just taking out cars. I mean, seriously. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> Even at this point, I'm just like, what's it doing? You think that's a nod to the uh, Bat Missile in Batman Returns? God, that's so sweet. <laughs> First time in the theater, it's just like, oh, genius. Oh, the helicopter's there. <laughs> I didn't know that, but right. now that the cop has pointed it out, I understand. See, like, uh, jokes like that I don't mind. Okay, so here's another thing. Batman's blowing through these cars that... Obviously, that guy was sitting in one. Do you think he's concerned about... Hey, it's coming up. Hang on. Huh. There's this... Boom. So, did he check to make sure there was no one in those cars first? <laughs> I don't think he has the time. It could have been one of those kids! <laughs> they could be dead. And this is CGI, but it looks so good. Here's the only part that it doesn't look good, right? There. Doesn't seem like it falls right. But, that's real. That's real. <laughs> Sorry, I just love the Joker's loving and his own handiwork. <laughs> what if some, one of those bullets careens through and hits that guy as he's blowing the glass? Well, he should have been shopping there. 
It's <laughs> Batman's defense in trial. It's like, yeah, you captured the Joker, but you murdered all these people on the way to doing it. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, you shouldn't have been shopping that day. Dogs are barking at something. Sweet. I love that. It can Wheel even drive sideways. Yeah. yeah. I think the only bad CGI shots coming up. Yeah. But this part's really cool. Yeah. Like, how big of balls do you have to do to do something like this? Like, seriously. Like, even looks like even the Joker's impressed. Brilliant sound design. Yeah, and there's no music throughout this whole sequence. It's great. Yeah, like that. Yeah, this is the CGI. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. Scott Trade, I wonder if they had anything to do with... <laughs> Oh, did you know we're like sitting ducks for the third time? Oh, <laughs> too. The Joker's so fucked up, he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. He just starts shooting. <laughs> did anyone get the number of that train? Look at the commitment by Ledger, too. Yeah. I mean, how many times do you think he had to do that? Yeah, probably a couple. They're just killing people. There's a sign in the background that said Chicago, by the way. Right. It said Home Sweet Chicago, one of the retail stores. But it's Gotham City, Ryan. Doesn't make sense. Maybe um, it's the department store is from Chicago-based clothing. I don't know what that means. So imagine Batman does hit the Joker. Where does the story go from here? I don't know. Ooh, I love this part. He's like, oh, Batman's a pussy, huh? All right, I'll cut him. <laughs> Joker kicks the shit out of this guy for being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> spits, spits on, on him. him. <laughs> hey, he's not dead. Theater, everybody cheer. Yeah. Yeah. See, Harvey wasn't even in on it, so. Yeah, I'd be interested to know what the original plan was. I think there's some bitch in this shot. Where's she at? Where's she at? <laughs> there she is. There Our she DA is. is so funny. He's so clever. There's nothing could ever go bad with him. Both those jerks are in this scene. Yep. They're in. Obviously, it. Rachel Dawes is already missing because of that look. Right. She already did the deed. Yep. This is funny. Yep. Great little touch. A potato peeler. <laughs> Come on, be smart cops for once. <laughs> I love how George doesn't even care. Yeah, it's like, saying, I'm gonna blow you all up in a few seconds. Yeah. I want a suit like that. That's pretty cool. I find it hard to believe he made that himself. Well, you wouldn't have to. You could like get the cloth and take it to a tailor. Because if it's all mob associated, you know. <laughs> Scene where the Joker shows up with the Taylor's place. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I need to terrorize a bunch of people. Can you make this for me? I don't know. If I got paid a couple million bucks, I'd do it. I'm a sellout. I just stole all this money from a bunch of mobsters, and I need to make this suit. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. 
And the scene's warm because it's it's got warm colors because yeah, he's alive. Yeah, take that motherfucker. You ain't <laughs> getting laid for three days. <laughs> oh, I guarantee they do it tonight. <laughs> Tender moment between a father and a son. Like, wouldn't you freak the fuck out if you thought your dad was dead <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's patting your head? Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> a lesser movie probably would have wrote the line, Daddy, is this a dream? <laughs> no, son. I'm here. I'm real. Yeah, that's a great line. Save, I save Batman for once. Mm-hmm. Ugh. This is probably what the best scene in the movie. Oh yeah, it's. I, I, I just keep thinking back to like the first time I saw it. Oh yeah. Like not expecting what's coming up. Just dynamite writing, dynamite acting, dynamite directing. Yeah, everything. In this inception scene. of everything. Lighting. Looks like his face got a little more smeared since he's mm -hmm. been in the, the holding cell paint wearing off on the face this is a scene where you really realize that he's demented he's not crazy he's got everything <laughs> everything under control but yeah. his means of doing it you know is it's all calculated and all very intentional you know what i love about blu-ray is there's no like the black yeah there's no green like it's it looks so awesome you know with his white and the contrast of the black like look at that Fantastic. <laughs> He's alluding to the fact that Harvey is going to be blown up. Do you think Gordon sees Batman in the background at this point? Oh, he or has to know that he's in there. Do they like you're saying they told him before he got there? Yeah. Or did he just see it? even that he line, it's, he's like something like that. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Batman being brutal. One of the touches I love in the character is he has white um, paint on his hands. Yeah, and he has long fingernails too. Yeah. Obviously he doesn't care really about how he looks because his hair is greasy. Yeah. He's anarchy incarnate. So who are the five people who've died? Because, okay, there's Commissioner Loeb. There's the judge. Yep. Who else? He shot that one cop. So the Joker's... And then he killed the Batman impersonator. The oh, yeah. the yeah. The, so who's the fifth person? Uh, the mobster with a pencil in his eye? I don't know. I guess. We can't say anything because they're just so. Yeah. This is such an awesome. I mean, what can you even say about this scene that it does it justice? You kind of see a little bit like he's actually convincing Batman that he's a bit in the right about his whole plan. Mm -hmm. 
I just say the the mask looks a little weird in this lighting. It kind of looks like a bird instead of a. You know, he makes a lot of sense too when he talks about if I say a gangbanger that I know and lifts a finger, but if I say one mayor, right? You know. Like they should all be treated equal, right? Mm -hmm. But no, it's true. Look at the tiles cracked in the background. Yeah. But no, it's still okay. It's not cracked in this shot. And back to cracked. <laughs> See, Batman, by throwing himself after her, like, revealed his hand to the Joker. <laughs> Great. And I love too that he gives him the wrong address because he knows Batman would go after the girl. Yeah. 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 The point of that is to. Oh, look! Uh, the lighting at the top, the the neon light or the fluorescent lights. Mm -hmm. The way they're all positioned, they're made to direct your eye towards Harvey Dent. Mm. Yeah. Shut up! Oh, sorry, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. She doesn't get any lights. That's foreshadowing no, that she's, she's gonna bite it. Another one bites the dust. Let's see. That's the kind of stuff they think of when they're composing shots and like set design and everything. Yep. Just the leading lines. Good Z axis shot right here. Yep. <laughs> I don't see why they didn't just lock the door. Why does he have to be in the room with him? Maybe the door doesn't lock? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, there's no lock on the door at the police station the interrogation room the big iron door <laughs> so the Joker said Batman let five people die but that cop guy just said six of his friends died yeah so he killed six cops what a, five people did he kill I don't know one of them wasn't Batman's fault, I guess. I don't know. These are the questions I have while watching this great movie. <laughs> well, I guess that leaves questions for the inevitable fill in the gap to the Dark Knight. Remember how great 
last summer was. Yep. <laughs> like I just keep thinking back to it watching this movie. You know, in the trailer, too, everyone thought he was acid was being spilt on him because yeah. the way they framed the shot in the trailer is it was vertical. Right. Remember that? It wasn't yeah. like that. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, I thought it was actually like some kind of floor glue. Mm-hmm. I thought like he was going to like try and get up. And, and peel his, his face yeah, off. Yeah, peel his face off. That would have been just gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> Might have looked a little cartoonish because you'd get that shot of just like the latex. Yeah. Kind of like some bad horror movie. <laughs> this is a good good scene of the Joker using psychology to bait mm-hmm. his prey. It's like, come get me, fucker. <laughs> I love... It. He's got some kind of... Contusion. <laughs> also, too, for... I didn't get it right away. I always thought he had a knife. Uh-huh. To this guy's throat. And... It wasn't until, like, months later that I realized that's a shard of glass. From the mirror. Oh, it is. I didn't notice either. So I was like, "How did he get a knife?" Yeah, because you thought they took him all yeah. from him. Yeah, but no, it's yeah, it's a mirror shard. Okay, turn on your stopwatch because it said there's 40 seconds left. So is it really 40 seconds? Okay, I'll watch it right here. Okay. All right. Cool. It's a couple seconds ago, but. Yeah. Okay, I'll add four seconds to it. It's been 10 seconds right now. Okay. And everyone else was knocked on their ass but the Joker. He's tough, man. He is. 30 seconds. Thirty-seven. Thirty-eight. Thirty-nine. Yeah, you're... Forty. Forty. Uh, so they embellish a little. <laughs> oh. Maybe it takes a while for all the bombs to get triggered. <laughs> They're triggering right now. Yeah. Oh, she really thought she was gonna get saved. So it's been like twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> she, she's going to make it, right? <laughs> she's she's going to make it, right? <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Just taking his time, walking around the police station. This guy cowering in a corner. He probably pissed his fans there. Yeah. He's like, if this is Batman, I know I wouldn't die. (laughs) 
You know, this is, I think, they got that coming up. The most fast. iconic shot from the movie is coming up. Yeah. With Batman and um, Joker. This one with the, for the Joker. So are those other cops back there, or is Henchman? Uh, I'm guessing Henchman, for sure. Look at how they're driving. And then the shot of Batman, yeah. I think, is the iconic shot from Hey, buddy, look. Too. Look who it is. Huh? Oh, hey, it's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm See, that shot. One, yeah, that one's so cool. Yeah. I think Harvey Dent's going to be okay. He's going to come out of this, and he's going to want to persecute the law to the fullest extent <laughs> of all these people. Right? Right, Brad? Uh, yeah. He's, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be okay, right, Brad? He's, he's the crusader that Batman can never be. Uh-oh. Tainted coin. Do you think Batman gives birth to... That's an IMAX shot? I don't remember that. Yeah. Birth to Two-Face by giving him that coin. So how did um, one side of the coin... you think the whole coin would get burned? Brad, you don't need to take it so literally. <laughs> just saying. It's, uh, I'm just trying to find stuff to say about the movie. Like It's too good. To, so you're, you're trying to bash it? Yeah. Well, I'm, tr- I'm not trying to bash it. I'm just, I'm just trying to find stuff to talk about. Like It's unspeakable. Like There's nothing... It's, God, uh, my girlfriend just died, but my view is spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd have the highest... Uh, <laughs> if you look in the background, obviously all the other buildings were uh, taller than his. Yeah. So he doesn't have the best view. And he's freaking Bruce Wayne. He's sitting there thinking, i got to build myself a taller building. Yeah, what the fuck? Richest man in Gotham City, and I have this... 20 story view that guy has 50 <laughs> I'll write the construction company a check you know what's really great about this scene is it really proves why Christian Bell should be Batman and why he's also a great actor because I mean a lot of these comic book movies just have throwaway moments <laughs> where they have serious supposed serious moments in a movie and he's able to deliver it hook line and sinker mm-hmm it's sad here because he still thinks uh, Rachel was going to choose him. Yeah, and do you think... I think, like, Alfred might have burnt up the letter and never showed it to him, too, because it might make him... Uh, Not be Batman to, anymore. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and he continues to drive and be a better person because of it. Right. Like the... Uh, what is it? The encouragement of a good woman drives a man or something. Exactly, you know. I don't know. And, well, no, I mean, he <laughs> he, like, needs it, you know. Right. He knows that if he quits being Batman, then people like Rachel will always be hurt, and and he and you know this is the end of the Alfred story that I was telling earlier about you know what do you do with a, a madman you know how do how do you stop him what did they do did you catch him or whatnot you know it's interesting the one thing they did leave out from like Batman Begins is uh like Alfred pretty much accepted this crazy notion of dressing up as a bat and. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighting crime he's accepted it pretty easily after uh bruce got back from his worldly travels yep or at least that's how they showed it i mean realistically huh the the formation of two-face yes trying to think of some jokes (laughs) can you joke about this moment (laughs) i don't know geez harvey stop picking at it it'll never never heal again you know the the no audio basically it's just you get his emotion from 
the music. Yeah, you know? the music and the, just the image. Oh, there's the very important return of the CD story of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a great reveal. Like they tease you for so, yep, for so long. Yeah, this is a turning point too for Commissioner Gordon's character too, because he feels that Harvey Dent is where he is today because of him. Right. He feels responsible because he trusted his his force too much. And remember, I said earlier in the commentary track that pay attention to the names that Harvey Dent says on the roof because those are the two yeah. cops that scum like Wirtz and Ramirez. Yep, that took him away. Yep. Yeah, tell him. Hmm. <laughs> it's too bad, uh, like they offed Harvey Dent in the movie, because I think, like they said, they didn't really have any else to go with the character for another movie. But I think if they played a little more with his duality after the fact, um, he still could have been interesting. Yeah, you know, too though, I think it. A lot of times it makes sense to get kill villains in movies, though. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Darth Vader, sometimes <laughs> having continuous villains throughout movies doesn't work. They did such a good job on the makeup for uh, Two-Face. It's just a shame that... Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Like, could you remember the Batman and Robin one? I mean, uh, Batman Forever, where it was, like, hot pink? Hot pink, and... Like... <laughs> In the comics and that movie, like Harvey's always drawn as, even his hair is kind of weird. Like acid would make his hair weird. Yeah, like, white. Yeah, white or, um, yeah, and his suit is always perfectly sewn, like from one side to the other. In a... And his face is always, like, melted perfectly straight <laughs> yeah. down the nose and everything, but... Oh, that's a cool scene. Yeah. I love how... At the end, it doesn't matter, the Joker. It, it matters more to him that people... I heard that slide was improvised. Really? Yeah, by Heath Ledger, sliding down the money. That's good. Again, just little things yeah. that make the movie that much better. And there's Lee. Yeah. I think he's going to make it. What? I think he's going to make it. He's going to live? Yeah. Yeah. So how many last names are there in the Asian culture? <laughs> Are people in, book. are people just going to do Chen and Lee because they're <laughs> not creative in movies? Oh, it's Lao. Lao. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought say. it was Lee. <laughs> How racist am I? <laughs> oh, what's Batman going to do? Good. Such an honorable criminal. <laughs> yep. Look at him. Look at that face. He's like, but the money. All my money. Where's a toothpick in his mouth? That's all that character really needs. <laughs> oh, he does have a toothpick. Does he? I don't see it. Oh, no, that's just his chin sticking out far. <laughs> I got really excited.
<laughs> Watch, she gets through to the uh, show really, really fast. It's like the fastest operator ever. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they cut out the part in the movie where it was him connecting because that's just not dramatic. Where <laughs> he's on the line for like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Trying to convince him that he's a joker. Because, yeah, you know, they got to screen the call first. Mm -hmm. And actually... Uh, or do they just do it? Yeah. What'd you make us? No, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> so you think Mr. Reese is going to make a appearance in the next movie? You know what? I think he might be the Riddler. Oh, dude! Go, wait! <laughs> Mr. Reese? Yeah, get it? It's like mysteries, like oh, riddles. Dude! Yeah. You know what? No character named the Riddler was ever Mr. Reese in the comic book. No. So that's not going to happen. You know what? I think um, that Harvey didn't die and that he's going to come back in the next movie as Hush. That's my idea. I just copyrighted it here, Warner Brothers, so I better get money. We out here? Dude, I want that car. If I want Powerball, I'd buy a Lamborghini. Wouldn't it be great to be Bruce Wayne and coming up, you know, you just wreck it? I know. No, it doesn't even matter. Yep, yeah, I'll just get another one. You have so much money. That'd be so awesome. I wonder if that black cop makes it to the end of this scene. I just watched a Viva La Bam where he cuts a sunroof into the Lamborghini. <laughs> it's like a $500,000 car. Oh, yeah. I don't see why they didn't just go out the back in the first place. I don't know what they were thinking. I know. That's pretty piss-poor police work there, Commissioner Gordon. I know. Dude, that car is beautiful. Do you think Christian Bell really has one? I bet he does. <laughs> Even Alfred is well-versed in technology. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bruce Wayne gave him a crash course. <laughs> He's like, if you're going to be my man, I'm going to call you with lots of... Problems? I don't even know what I was going with there. <laughs> Look, there's even Gotham license plates. That's the attention to detail. Yep. IMAX shot. Hey, there's a Chase Bank right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like that they actually use, like, Illinois license plates and put Gotham on it. Right. You know? To make it that much, a little more realistic. So why is a Bruce Wayne shot in IMAX and this one isn't? Uh, because on set they did Lamborghini shots. I'm sorry, what are you asking? <laughs> As, oh, that's a nice nurse. Oh my god. Huh? Did I call the black guy not making it? <laughs> Actually, uh, I was sampling this on my to check my test my theater that I just reset up. And uh, a lot of African Americans bite it <laughs> in this movie. They do. Yeah. Uh, Commissioner Loeb. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, some of my. F I the love guy this at part. the semi is yep. black. <laughs> um, that cop who just got shot in the hospital, he's black. <laughs> God. CGI on the face. So. So well done. You know, you watch movies like Fantastic Four, and you've got Mr. Fantastics. Poorly CGI stretchy oh, arms, and then you've got Harvey Dent's face. Mm -hmm. 
I think they even cost roughly the same amount of money to make the Dark Knight and Fantastic Four. So some people are better artists than others. Yeah. This is awesome. Like this, this scene is so cool because, again, you have the dueling part where the Joker's saying that he doesn't have a plan, but deep down his plan really is to corrupt Harvey Dent. And he makes such a convincing argument that this man who seriously killed his girlfriend is getting away with it. And not only is he getting away with it, but the Joker's having Harvey basically do his dirty work. He's eliminating bad cops. He's going to eliminate gangsters. It's ingenious. There's only like a quarter of a uh, x-ray over on the wall there. Oh no, I've never noticed. Come on, wide shot. Nah. Nice little touch with the blood on the pillow. Yeah. And yeah, that... it would rub off. Oh, you're a schemer. Yep. This is all part of your plan. And you know, that's that's like the genius of this scene and the genius of the writing and the genius of the character. Mm-hmm. His whole plan is that he's, his image is that there's no plan. Exactly. When there really is. But there really is. And that's how he was in, like, the first comic book. Like, uh, the Joker was written as this brilliant criminal mastermind. He wasn't so much, uh, like, a goofy, crazy, murderous clown. He was just, like, a really smart criminal. Mm-hmm. Good rob banks and stuff. Yep. And, lo- I mean, look at him. He- he's gaining the trust of Harvey Dent. <laughs> And he believes in Harvey Dent, too. So, uh, did he retain that, uh, Harvey Dent sticker for, like... Because I assume Harvey's, like, into his first year, first or second year of, uh, being the DA. And, uh, his campaign was probably months ago. Yeah. And so the Joker's hang, well, hung you, on to that sticker for a while. You know, well, I mean, his plan is that he was going to corrupt the White Knight of Gotham. So, I mean, he probably was planning this for a while. I love his eyeball. Yeah, that's brutal. You know what's funny? Is, I don't know if it's, I mean, not funny, but ironic that what the Joker says here about that if a gangbanger gets killed, nobody, or, blow, you know, the soldiers get blown up, it, no one cares because it's supposed to happen. But you say one person who's not supposed to? Yeah. It, it's true. It, I mean, it's it echoes so true in society. Like a mayor is any more, like, less susceptible to, uh, violent crime than exactly. anyone else you know but not really they just we just put that image that they're supposed to be protected when most of them don't really treat their jobs any more seriously than anyone else exactly I, I love that he lips his he's just such a great character it's such a shame that Heath Ledger died yeah not only for this but I mean in other movies he's great in And the birth of Two Face, right here. Yeah. And you know, it kind of goes against. Um, Shouldn't the window have blown out? Did the Did he shoot the gun? Yeah. I didn't hear the gun go off. Uh, I thought I did. <laughs> Watch. 
hands. Yeah. <laughs> Sanitizing his hands. Yeah. So, uh, so the Joker also had time to uh, put explosives in each of these rooms where no one would notice them. Just saying. Again, you know, you, you said that through <laughs> the whole thing, but I'm saying he has lots of people working for him. Well, even if he had other people, like, that's a lot of... Like, watch, each room blows up on his way out. So, even his minions had to find the time to place these, hide them, so everyone could do their jobs and work without noticing them. <laughs> Such a cool scene. Uh, yeah. Now, I say that you can see a crew member shutting the door on this oh, bus. Oh, I've seen it. I finally saw it. And do you agree with me as a crew member, or does it look like it's just somebody jumping on the bus? No, it's someone signaling for the bus driver to cool. move out of the shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little bit of a Warner Brothers comedy right here. It is. And this is a Warner Brothers movie. Such a like a Wiley Coyote moment. <laughs> Watch the back of the bus. Watch the back of the bus. There he is. Yeah, hey. You got Go. the okay signal. <laughs> we can only do this shot once, folks. I was uh, watching the special features, and apparently the day before they shot this, somebody, uh, some, I don't know, they don't know who, but someone went and removed all the windows from the building. And so they had to CGI the windows in. <laughs> so. That's got to be frustrating for a director. Oh, I, bet. I mean, how much money did you lose did that, that cost? That, yeah. Look how empty those rooms are for a hospital, even after the explosion. Just saying. <laughs> I'm not trying to tear the movie down. I'm just trying to find stuff to talk about. Oh, there's fucking Ramirez. Yep. Traitorous biatch. Totally. And this is this is kind of, you know, Commissioner Gordon's downfall, too, is he cares so much about saving Harvey that he kind of neglects his other responsibilities as commissioner. And here's how they can set up the third movie. With, uh, like, they could just say that Harvey Dent was killed at the hospital, and then, you know, they can have the fake funeral and then actually hide Two-Face in Arkham for the next movie. Yep. And then he escapes somehow, a la Long Halloween style. Just goes and takes revenge on the gangsters. See how he tells everyone that to not use the bridge and tunnels so that he makes them all go to the ferries. Yep. When there's probably nothing wrong with the bridge or tunnels. Again, see, if you're not a comic nerd, you might not understand what this is, but this is Brother Eye, where it keeps an eye on everything in the comics, and Batman develops this also to make the OMAC project a way to police the world when he's basically not around. So when was uh, Bruce putting that machine together? I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> when you find the time for that. Because obviously you can like have anyone else. Even Lucius didn't even know about it, so I doubt some D-level uh, Wayne Enterprises worker was you know, on it. When they released this scene on the internet, this scene got me really pumped for the movie. Just a little... Uh, I love the CG. If you look closely, you can see dribbles, yeah. dribbles down and through his neck and stuff. And I love how creative they are with like his two style of suit. Is it's melted? Yeah, it's not just some goofy leopard skin. <laughs> right. And yeah, sew in another half of a suit. Makes sense. Yep. 
Look at the hole in his nose. Yeah. Uh oh, he's fucked. <laughs> so, do you think this is a wink at you know the Patriot Act for yeah, are they America? Making commentary. Yeah. Any good story is some kind of satire or analysis of real life, in a way, whether intentional or not. So let me ask you a question, Brad. Do you think I could pull off a bow tie like Lucius here? <laughs> I think you could. Yeah? Yeah. Right this way to the tunnel, folks. Right this way. <laughs> Put on a top hat. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Do you think this is the first time Lucius has seen Bruce Wayne in costume? Cause I, don't, I think I it think is. I think so. Yeah. I'm but he sure he'd give you a raise. Yeah, like, I mean, really, he he came from the applied sciences in Batman Begins, and now he runs a company? Be a little fucking grateful. <laughs> There's just this uh, line insert in the movie where Bruce just says, look, I pulled your ass out of applied sciences. Will you do this for me? All so, right? Try not to nag about it? What do you think takes longer, putting on his bat costume or putting all the black around his eyes? <laughs> He has Alfred help him. He's like, hold still. That guy has a... He's always wearing eyeliner. I know. Maybe he's a pretty boy mayor. He uh, dresses up as Batman when he goes to, like, his uh, underground S&M club. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a furry. Yeah. <laughs> He does. You know, I never noticed that until you said it last time. Or, like, in, earlier in the movie. That he always has eyeliner on. has, like, hardcore eyeliner on. Yeah. So, how did Harvey Dent get in here? Does yeah, he, I was did wondering he, that, too. Did he threaten, maybe, those guys? Or did he pay them? Like, it's two against one right now. I don't know why they wouldn't just kick his ass. Yeah. Hey, hey, I guess he had to pay him or something. Yep. like look just look the other way i'm gonna jump in the limo and then let him just sit inside and so he could like creep out everybody if he just like pulled a little part of his like burnt flesh off and ate it (laughs) he just stick his tongue out his left side creep people out And for a mobster, you know, Maroney's a freaking coward. Yeah. I'm going to try to get my tan like his, too. <laughs> All leathery and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harry Dent doesn't take no shit. I wonder if that killed Maroney or just hurt him really bad. So now Harvey's going to pull himself out of the limo and then run over to uh, the burned-down hey, warehouse. Hey, how, how prejudiced is that? The first two prisoners are black? <laughs> There's a Mexican? What's that about? 
what are they, what are they saying about society here? Hey, Killing you. all the black people in the movie? That's what, Yeah, I know. I think uh, Nolan has some issues. Yep. Well, you know, it goes back to that old thing, too. The black guy in the horror movies, they always die. They're always first. Yep. And all the good people are white. You just notice that? Or am I going crazy? Look. Should look for the one black guy in the good crowd. It'll be like, where's Waldo? Hey, look, it's a couple of fairies. Does the, uh, does, like, the guy in charge on <laughs> in the fairies, like, does he ever even say a line? Or does he just always look concerned? The, the... I know, like the warden, I guess. Uh, who I'm gonna say, pilot. That's not it. Captain. No, I'll, I'll show. You. He's in the suit. Oh, the worried one who yeah. is keeping the prisoners from taking the detonator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he does say anything. Well, there's a good guy. So when did the Joker's minions have time to load up these fairies with barrels and barrels of heavy When don't they oil? have the time? <laughs> I know. Within hours, this is happening. Yeah, and he's been and planning no it for, forever. No one notices that there's an entire deck full of oil drums. We're running kind of slow. <laughs> Slower than normal here. Thinks we got some extra weight. See, the flaw in Joker's plan is that the... Uh, prisoner barge has good people on it so if there, if there were no officers they totally would have detonated the other ship <laughs> yeah. instantly so do you think this movie would have been as good if uh, Heath Ledger wasn't the Joker hmm really can't say hey, I'm just curious I wonder what you know someone else would bring to the character yeah you never know all what? campy Jack Nicholson style or do you think Cesar it was, Romero style yeah or do you think it was a lot of just Heath Ledger or Nolan had a lot of input. I think a lot of it has to do with the script. I mean, because Ledger is mostly reading lines. Yeah. Um, but you still have to do every deliver lines. Like. Well, yeah, he's delivering lines, I guess. But it's not like he just walked up and, like, improvised everything. Yeah. You know, he improvised his nervous tics, but the actual clever, you know, plot-related lines are from Nolan's script. So, you know, they wrote in the pencil in the eye thing they hey, wrote in. and don't forget Blade Trinity's own David S. Goyer <laughs> I think he developed the story he's just like oh yeah and then the Joker does this and then the whole story arc but it was uh, the screenwriter who just actually puts the fine details in what everyone says and... oh he does have a line he said settle down <laughs> Why didn't Jim just call me himself? See, Ramirez has an excuse for being a bitch. She just can't be a good person. I love the snare he always has on his mouth, too. Yeah. 
So do you think that he looks so much like a, a zombie because that's the dead side of Harvey Dent? <laughs> like the part that he once was will never come back. Here's another question. Um, when Batman finds out that the hostages are uh, the clowns, mm-hmm. why doesn't he just have Lucius radio to Gordon instantly instead of going through the next three minutes of trying to distract the SWAT officers? Well, where's the drama in that? I know. <laughs> this black guy's just stalling because, wait, you can see his name. Sergeant. Sergeant Army. Sergeant oh, Army. <laughs> Sergeant Us Army. I don't know what to do. Uh, like I said, I love looking at extras. You look at the, the one guy raising his hands in the back. Why is he doing that? <laughs> Notice me! Notice me! That's the direction by the second, uh, the assistant director. Because his job is to direct the uh, extras. Again, he feels so responsible. His downfall. Nice. This scene's badass, though. Yeah, I love scenes where Batman kicks People ass. People complain it's like this video game scene that's ridiculous, but I think it's totally worth worth doing. Why do people say? Oh, because of the because of the sonar vision. The sonar vision. It, they feel like it's just like this video game ploy in the movie. But it makes sense. He can see. Yeah. Without. And it's sonar for bats. I mean, come on, people. You just spent two hours watching a clown run around terrorizing people. You're really going to nitpick of. A... You know, that's the problem with fanboys, though, is they nitpick everything. Yeah. Why can't they just enjoy the movie? Like, they have the best vision. Yet I know. They, they always have a better idea. Yet they don't have the uh, drive to make their own movie. Yeah, they the always have a better idea. Yeah. So there's like a hang-up dial tone. Have you ever gotten one of those on a cell phone? You know, I haven't. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's just one of those things that um, they put in for sound for dumb people. It's just a familiar sound when people hang up. Yeah. Yet. And that, you know, and it's just... I mean, I, mean, it has, I guess Harvey can be calling from a landline, but highly unlikely. Well, if he's calling from the place where his, his family died, I doubt there's a landline right. in that decimated area. So that's what I'm saying. Like, the whole hang-up dial tone is... Yeah. It's just in there for familiarity. Yeah, you know, that's why, too, some of those... And this whole sequence is IMAX. Can you believe this? Yeah, it's awesome. So com- it's got to be so complicated. Because those cameras are not easy to work with. Well, maybe Lucius can't call Jim Gordon because he's too busy directing Batman. Yes. And Batman... Maybe thinks it's easier just to take care of it himself. I mean, who doesn't think that's easy? <laughs> just wants to do everything the hard way. Get it? The Joker's a mad dog. <laughs> and that's actually a CGI backdrop. Really? Yeah. This, this is all on a set. Again, the music in this movie is so great. Yeah. Like, it kind of has that hero music right now. Hey, that's the second time we've seen that. 
it left its mark in Hong Kong. <laughs> so maybe they're not such bad people either. <laughs> well, like I said, the good guys on the other ship have control of the detonator. <laughs> so, but hey, a bad guy. The bad guys one... found it. it. This would have been over already. And if you watch closely what Batman was doing, you would have seen him put all those loops around their legs. Yep. Do you think he would shoot anyways? But it's bulletproof, I guess it won't matter anyways. You mean the SWAT guys? They, yeah. If they just pulled the trigger on their way down? Yeah. I guess. They could, they could get one between the plates. You know, like John Woo style. Yeah. <laughs> Up to level nine. <laughs> Donkey Kong, Batman style. This kind of uh, echoes the uh, finale of Tim Burton's Batman. If you ever think about that. Yeah, a little bit it does. It's like going up the cathedral. Except Batman was killing people going up the cathedral in <laughs> Tim Burton's <laughs> Batman. Yeah. And again, here's a oh, here's another instance um, where the Joker waits till Batman's yeah, like, incapacitated. Oh shit! I never solved the dogs biting me problem <laughs> from earlier in the movie. In fact, I made it worse. You know, Joker waiting until Batman's incapacitated before he kicks his ass. Yeah. Because the Joker knows he can't take Batman on in a one-on-one -on -one no. fight. So oh, these poor doggies. The <laughs> they fell down the shaft just like uh, the guys in uh, Tim Burton's Batman. Yep, they got the shaft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cheesiest, easiest joke to ever say. That was so simple. Uh-oh, what's this guy up to? He looks mean. And he's really big. What, what do you want? He's got a crazy eye. <laughs> Why would I say anything about that weird eye? <laughs> Are you talking to me or the guy next to me? Look, I, I would turn the trigger, but I like to think I have an eye for detail. <laughs> I bet that guy's a lawyer. He just looks like a slime ball. <laughs> talk tough let's see if you have the guts to do it so if they did that they and he pulled the trigger that dude would be <laughs> indicted on how many murders <laughs> 500 people on the boats each boat yeah but i saved everyone else on my boat So he has that, like, burn scar thing on his neck. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could ever do that. I'm too much of a puss. He. <laughs> He's got a brand. Yep. The only brand I put on is my girlfriend. <laughs> Dude, 
kill me, you motherfucker! <laughs> you killed us all. He's got a little gun on his neck. I never noticed that before. Dude, don't cry. It's gonna be okay. So the Joker would have got better presents to put that in, but he burned up all his money. So he had to just go with what he found. He's like, talking to his henchmen. All right, now I need uh, three of you to go out and buy pre Oh. <laughs> right. Captain uh, Gordon's really upset. No, what's the name of the fish sticks guy? The fish sticks guy? Like Gordon's Fisherman. Yeah, Gordon's Fisherman. That guy looks like Gordon Fish. Gordon's Fisherman. Did you ever get fish sticks when you were little? And there's yeah. Gordon's Fisherman fish sticks? The guy with the beard. No, I didn't have that kind. Oh, that's a pot shot. Going for a physical insult there? It's my favorite scene yeah. coming up. I've said it many times to you. Again, like Tim Burton's Batman, Joker falls off the ledge. But in this one, he redeems what everyone complained about in that movie was the Joker died. But here we go. The way everyone wants it. I love this camera turn yeah. coming up. Here it comes. Way more interesting than watching him hang there for upside yep. down. Huh. I guess notice this part's not an IMAX anymore. Sorry, I stopped talking. This is my favorite scene. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. That line. Yeah, that's a sad line. Because <laughs> we know it's not going to happen. I, I, I guess the, in, in the characters will always do it forever. Yeah. See, Batman doesn't know what's going on yet. See, there. I mean, this is basically his whole plan all along. Yeah. Like, this has got to be a fun scene to do as an actor, hanging upside down, yeah. remembering your lines, you're swaying back and forth. Gotta be uh, like all the blood's rushing to his head. Yeah, he's trying to remember his lines. Do you think they had to like cut him down halfway through the oh, monologue sure. and then string him back up? You know, something tells me he probably rehearsed it and rehearsed it, rehearsed it, and then it's like, okay, you can hang me upside down now. <laughs> I'll get it. One yeah, take. I'll get it. One take. This lap is just so terrifying. And that's the last you see of him. That's the last you see of him. He is on his way to Arkham. Yep. And here's Commissioner Gorin trying to redeem himself in Harvey Dent's eyes, but 
Harvey Dent is irredeemable. Come on, dude. Like, you didn't know that was coming. Just rush right in. Where do you get his cop training? The police academy? Well, apparently Gordon's not a good cop because he doesn't uh, vet his officers that well. Which, <laughs> Harvey's going to make that point over and over again. Yep. But still great acting in this scene. Really gripping scene here too. Mm. The first time I saw him, like he's not really gonna, he's not really gonna kill a kid, is he? <laughs> are they, are they gonna kill that guy? Shh, Peter. Ah, <laughs> oh, sweet. So, do you think after this too, like his wife is gonna be all pissed off at him? Because she's like, you don't love me the most? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough situation to be in. That's it. I'm not fucking you for a couple months now. <laughs> Dry spell. And by the way, we're introducing that Gordon has a daughter, too. Which I don't think is in the comics either. Yeah. Barbara Gordon. Batgirl. No, Barbara Gordon's like from... She's adopted her. Uh, she's like from another Gordon family. Like, she's his niece or something. I you think. sure? Yeah. Then why is he all upset that he crippled her? I thought he's more upset because it was his own daughter. I don't know. It's a double check. I know in, like, the television shows and stuff, they really messed up her origin. Well, that's DC Comics, though, too. They <laughs> have so many, like, takes on everybody. You know, how many different versions of Batman are there? Yeah. That's not true. You, you get plastic, plastic surgery. Yeah, skin grafts. You, 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 it's your own fault, Harvey. You, you, did, you, you didn't ask for the skin grafts. Yeah, you look, you look good. <laughs> you, you can hardly you, tell. Yeah. Here, just, just wear this mask that I have. <laughs> or or Spider-Man's mask. <laughs> no one will ever know. I love watching his muscles move in his jaw, though. That part where he's like, I want what's there! And you, like, you see the muscles move and everything. So how did uh, the coin, like, r realistically, wouldn't both sides of the coins have been burnt? Wouldn't both sides of the coin been burned in the fire? Like, it's pretty uh, amazing, the only one side. I don't know. I think when things blast, though, like, it, it can just affect one side if it got blasted the right way. Think so? Yeah, because, I mean, there's... Um, when the United States dropped an atomic bomb in Japan, there's houses like in the middle of the blast center that are still standing. That's true. So I guess it's impossible. And like silhouettes of people. <laughs> right, honey? I'm getting the, the, the no shake from the science major. Hey, there's your key. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. He makes his own luck. So why did Harvey like he knows Batman wears armor, but he thinks he got him with that. Harvey, Harvey, Well, he's Harvey. corrupted now. He's he's driven by pure rage. I guess. 
Gary Oldman's so great. Is there a movie that he's not good in? I don't know. I don't know of one. Bite him! Bite him! Run away! Kick him in the nuts. Oh, why is it? Oh, see? Ironic. Irony. Heads up. He heads up, so that means he saved the kid. Hey, Harvey, are you okay down there, buddy? You, you gonna move, bud? <laughs> it's okay. He's just unconscious. Don't! The White Knight and the Dark Knight. Uh-huh. The dichotomy of them laying right next to each other. Which one's gonna get up? You just said dichotomy. <laughs> <laughs> you mean dichotomy? Thank you. And the kid has a profound line coming up. Call back to the first movie. So do you think they would throw out all his stuff because he went crazy because his girlfriend died? What's up? Like, do you think in the real world they would throw out all of Harvey's cases because his girlfriend died and he took vengeance out on the mob? I guess it would. I don't know. The justice system would rule that he was did not have the mental capacity to yeah. perform his job even before all this happened. I don't yeah. know. I'm sure in, yeah, in appeals, they're... But I guess, you know, it's better excuse. not to take the chance. Yeah. Because Batman's someone he could never be. Look how handsome Aaron is. Hey, he stole that from Harvey Dent. Plagiarizing Harvey's words. Oh, he's dead. He won't know. <laughs> what does it say in the script? That's what he's. Huh? What does it? Say? How does it describe Harvey Dent in the script? I forget. Like we were always wondering if he was really dead. Oh. And then the script says like dead as a doornail. Dead as a doornail. Yeah. yeah. When I die, I want a huge picture of me <laughs> looking all suave and like, hey, what's up, ladies? I might be dead, but doesn't mean I'm not sexy. Come check me out in the afterlife when you're ready. Ah, oh, but we barely got to enjoy the bat signal. Now he'll never know because Alfred knows that there'll be a driving force that'll carry him. Alfred's taking that to the grave. So do you think Lucius still quit, or was he like, oh yeah, okay. Okay, I guess I can keep this cush job. <laughs> it's destroyed, so it's not really here. Although Bruce could just make another one. I know, right? <laughs> Under my nose. Like, all it really did was short out the servers. Yeah. 
Hey, do you think that boy's gonna be Robin in the next movie? I hope not. <laughs> if they need a gay sidekick. <laughs> like, who wants to be Robin? Apparently Chris O'Donnell wanted to be Robin. <laughs> What's he done since? Burt Ward wanted to be Robin. I don't know. Come on, I mean, I guess if I got cast as Robin, I'd be Robin. <laughs> to make millions of dollars. I wonder how much those tires cost. Those are really wide wheels. Yeah. Custom designed. That's another thing I like about it. They, like, actually built all of Batman's vehicles and machines. They didn't do CGI. Oh, we were watching The Dark Knight. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was wondering what this movie's called. Totally. I had no idea. See, screenplay. Yeah. Uh, Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Story by David Goyer. Blade Trinity's David Goyer. I think that's how he wants to be referenced to from now on. <laughs> Blade Trinity's David S. Goyer. Christopher Nolan's like, eh, I'm going to do everything in this movie. How's that sound? That means he uh, put up his own money to finance this movie because he's a producer on it. And those guys actually produced, you know, Tim Burton's Batman's. So did they? Yeah. That guy should have got an Oscar. Totally. Agreed. The uh, director of photography, in case you haven't been following <laughs> along exactly. Hans Zimmer. So. Do visual effects supervisors just go around and be like, mmm, that looks good. <laughs> Supervised. <laughs> I wonder if I'll ever be as cool as Christian Bale. It's tough. You really gotta work at it. I know. It's gonna be hard to. Well, any closing thoughts about the movie? Um, Since we're kind of on our you know, last I, few minutes. Like I said, you know, I I didn't know this movie would be that big. I thought the uh, Spider-Man 3 three-day tally of 151 was going to be almost impossible to beat. And then as this movie got closer and closer to being released, just the buzz started just building so big. And I think with their viral campaigns they had and all that stuff just help build the hype and if you want to know how to market a movie you just need to follow how they marketed this movie and it was all really cool and I really enjoyed do you think the, the movie. ledger had lived it would have been as uh, compelling to I think I think so like I think he was he's dead <laughs> um, like uh, you know it's, his character is so great in the movie I think it would have been a big movie anyways because i remember even before he died like there was huge a lot of people were not happy with the casting but as they started releasing little things about him and they released pictures and people started getting on board of what he could possibly do with it yeah yeah even i wasn't on board at first it was just like it was so bizarre because he was definitely not someone you think of as being such an iconic character yeah but at the same time you know you have to kind of remove yourself from it and remember that the person who's making the movie kind of knows what he's doing oh yeah you know but you know you do get caught up in that hype about you know sh hey i want to be fat thug <laughs> heckler cop heckler <laughs> cop with fat thug <laughs> sweet 
I wonder uh, if we could find who, the name of the guy who uh, keeps talking about turkeys on Thanksgiving. Yeah, what would he be? I don't know. Turkey cop? Armored car SWAT. Would that be him? That has to be. Uh, Brandon Lambden? We are very disappointed in your... He could be one of many different guys, I guess. Yeah. There were plenty of SWAT guys in that scene. But yeah, I don't know. I think it still would have been. I mean, it adds kind of like a haunting layer to the movie. Right. Key grip. That means you picked up something on set. Yeah. But there's only two of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Ryan, what do you think of our first... Uh real-time commentary podcast i had fun it's a fun fun thing to do it was yeah brad what did you think that was fun i know you're a little concernicus when you were talking to me about it but um (laughs) how specifically uh oh you just said that you didn't know if you were running out of things to talk but like i said i was listening to it a little bit before and do you think the assistant to mr ledger is out of a job and uh uh bruce wayne's tailored by Giorgio Romano fitting. But uh, like I said, it's actually, you said that it, you didn't know if it was, you ran out of things to talk about. I was listening to it. It was actually pretty good. Cool. Yeah. I haven't heard, uh, you're talking about the first part we've recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know we you didn't won't, do this on two separate days. I know you won't be able to tell, but we have done this in parts. Yes. Cause we're that good. And that, and not rich enough to afford equipment. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we're doing a free podcast where are we really going to spend money? Totally, uh, you know, make it great. We might as well um, do a spoiler alert and tell them what we're gonna. Our next one's gonna be. It's gonna be Army of Darkness. Is it? Because it it's is. your choice. So it is. I didn't know I, what it's gonna be. I, I was thinking about um, doing Army of Darkness. Sweet. Did you know that the synth programmer was also Hans Zimmer? <laughs> I did not know that. That's amazing. That is amazing. Standby Carpenter. <laughs> Alan Gooch. <laughs> it's the Gooch. So you ever wonder if, uh, you know, we're making fun of all these people on the, <laughs> on the credits and some guys like, Howard Gooch he's like, like, they just search dark Knight on, uh, <laughs> iTunes and they pull up like, Oh, listen to these guys. What? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> Steve Miller. I thought he was in a band. They worked really hard on that movie. They were tearing me down. Yeah. Army of Darkness sounds good. Sweet. I'll pretend like I never saw it and. <laughs> be a newbie and then you can answer all my questions i see that movie probably three or four times a year could you um could we not even watch the movie and you could just narrate it i probably could yeah pretend like we're watching it yeah just narrate scene by scene i probably could I'm not gonna brag <laughs> hmm a lot of visual effects companies working on this yes because they have a timeline they need to get this um, make sure this is gets finished. Oh, look, they have all these Frenchies working on it. Did you hear the news that uh, Nolan's leaning towards not directing the third one? I did hear that. And what is your take on that? Um, you know, Internet I don't know. scuttlebutt? Or... Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, he did the same thing after Batman Begins. And he made another movie, and sometimes you just need another movie to recharge your batteries and yeah. get it going again. Scattering monkey for a moment of silence. Boom, boom, satellites. Who are they? I don't know. That was the Scatter Monkey <laughs> Band. I saw some reviews where they said uh, 
this is Batman's first uh, uh, excursion into places that are not Gotham in a movie. I was like, uh, Batman Begins, he went to the Himalayas. For <laughs> <laughs> so half not, the movie? Technically not as Batman, but, you know, the movie did feature him outside of Gotham. And just in case right. we weren't sure, The Dark Knight. Just reiterating, you watched The Dark Knight. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, so there we go. Any final thoughts? Um, no, I'm just really disappointed that not enough people saw this to make it the number one movie of all time. I know, come on, That's about people. the only negative thing I can say about this movie. Now what? i got to sit there and deal with fucking Titanic. What other movie time. can they possibly make that could be Titanic in this day and age? I don't even know. What do we have? Nothing. I have no idea. Like, hopefully Batman 3 will do it. Yep. Or I guess technically 6, Batman 6. Yeah, <laughs> no, or Spider-Man seven. 4. Or yeah, maybe Spider-Man 4. Or maybe the last Harry Potter movie. Just something. I don't care what it is. Which it could last be, Harry Potter movie? It could part be... Part one or part two? <laughs> I don't know. It could be my big fat Greek wedding part two. Because at least Tom Hanks produced that. I can live with that. Uh, all right, well. Let's... Uh, until next time. Until next time. Watch movies. Yep, and have fun. But don't talk when you're in the movie theater. Only talk when you're at home. Yeah, talk at home. Please. Fuckers. I just saw Public Enemies and it was a bad experience with the audience. That sucks. Who were talking during that movie? <laughs> apparently 11 year old kids who got into a rated r movie so anyway this is brad <laughs> and i'm ryan and we'll see you next week yeah we will bye-bye <laughs>